You're listening to The Monday Project, broadcasting from Green River College on KGRG 89.9 FM. The Monday Project. With your host, Mr. Monday Night. Mike, you're a complete psycho. Keep it up. And welcome to The Monday Project for this Monday, June 12th, 2017. If you're joining us for the first time, this is KGRG FM's only live late night talk show where it's all about having fun on the radio and we're always under construction. What's up? My name is Mike. For those of you that don't know me and for those of you that already do, I'm sorry. I'll be your host tonight at the controls, your technical director, Big E from KGRG Airhorn Elijah. What's good, everyone? Well, what's good is your uh, button pressing. Thank you. Doing good and and board opping administration. You <laughs> failed a student today too. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, in, intern Desmond joins us as well. Yay! I'm here. <laughs> You're here right next to me in the newsroom. It's yeah. great. Yeah, we're uh, we're causing all kinds of trouble together. It's a uh, it's uh, it's tons of fun, <laughs> and. And uh, returning to the show, uh, give it up for our special in-studio guest, is Malcolm. Splico! Yay! <laughs> I was going to say, very good. That, that's, uh, this is the part where you start talking. How Sorry. About- I- <laughs> No, you good. You good. How how you doing tonight? I'm doing terrible. No, just kidding. I'm doing great. <laughs> I was gonna say, well, I mean, you might be doing terrible. I mean, for for all I know, it's uh, now. Nah, uh, uh, thanks for coming up tonight. We're uh, we're gonna have a whole lot of fun. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's weird listening to my own voice. I- <laughs> <laughs> it's like I talk and I can hear myself in my headphones. It's, it's so weird. <laughs> that's that's radio. And it, and if you want to have that awkward experience of listening to yourself in your headphones, believe me, you get used to it after a while. Uh, then you want to sign up for Journalism 110. Uh, you know, uh, uh, registration for summer and fall quarter has already started. Yep. Classes are filling up fast. Um, I want to say what? I mean, like next week is finals week? Yay. No, this week. Well, this this it, week is yeah. the finals. This week. week is finals week. Yeah. I took my final today. Oh my gosh! Well, I saw that, but usually, like the radio classes are like a week ahead because yeah. uh, Tom usually likes to GTFO if he, if you know what I mean. It was so funny. I saw him today, and he waved at me. He's like, "Okay, well, well, bye." And I was like, "Okay, bye, Tom." I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize he was saying bye for the quarter because <laughs> right? he's like, "I'm out like a trout." <laughs> I, I had no idea. I was just like, "Hi, Tom. How's it going?" And it was funny. So I've had this experience where, uh, so I, I'm not taking class. Classes. And for the uh, first time in as many quarters as I can remember, I missed the uh, quarter ending festivities that close out our lab class, Journalism 110. And not only did I miss it, because I think there was like a quarter or two where I missed it because of work or something mm-hmm. like that. But I think this was the first time that I remembered where I straight up missed it because I had no comprehension. It was actually happening. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's interesting how disconnected I've kind of become come from the uh um uh 
from the way classes go and things like that. And you know, we we may talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Desmond, you you attended that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. I so, must attend that because I'm one of the yeah, one test students. <laughs> I would I would like to hope so. So yeah, remind me later. We we might talk about that uh, during the weekend roundup. I, I'm kind of interested to see what happens in class now that I'm mm-hmm. uh, not there. But uh, but now that you know who you're going to be hanging out with for the next few hours, write down our phone number. You're going to need it. Two five three eight three three five zero zero four. That, my friends, is the number you'll need to have locked into your phones because all throughout the show, we will be giving away tickets to see Streetlight Manifesto. The Manifesto is returning to Showbox Soto. Uh, Showbox presents the Somewhere in Between Tour for 2017 featuring Streetlight Manifesto with Jenny Owen Youngs and the uh, OG Kab- <laughs> I-, I will figure this out by the time we go. T- you want to take a crack at that intern, Desmond? Because oh. I-, I don't know what that says or Chikopo station I don't know if you say so well, I don't they, know <laughs> I, they'll, uh, uh, they'll be they'll be playing along with Streetlight Manifesto that is going to be Saturday July 1st at the Showbox Soto if you want to go and if you and a friend want to go because we have a pair of tickets that we'll be giving away all throughout the show that number again is 253-833-5004 that is also our request line be a part of the show by telling us what you want to hear or you can reach us on Twitter you can tweet us at Monday Project 89 or at KGRG FM to interact with the show that way. Here are some exciting coming attractions. Busy show tonight. Oh man, uh, we have uh, we have so much planned, and I really hope that we get to all of it because uh, we've got some really fun stuff for you. Uh, we've got our interview uh, with uh, Lucinda from Kamikaze Girls contacting us all the way from Leeds in the UK, and we're going to talk about their new album Sea Foam, which is now available. Um, we've got a huge announcement from our homies Michael, Corey, and Ryan, uh, telling us a little bit about the future of these young fools that uh that we've really got to share with you um it was a it was a jam-packed weekend and we're going to talk about everything we did including uh maybe what happened at the end of uh, journalism 110 lab class uh during the weekend roundup plus it's the return of today in geek history and if we have time before we close out the show with shout outs we'll maybe get into the slumber party a little bit up And finally, an Oxford study finds that white kids are still not hyphy. What can you do to help? We'll cover it after the break. But first, Airhorn Elijah. (laughs) Yes. You uh, you have uh, an exciting announcement that you would like to share with uh, with our listeners tonight. Yeah, that announcement is actually what distracted me. And I look back, I was like, oh, snap. (laughs) (laughs) No, you good. You good. Um... I just put it live, guys. I have, uh, I'm releasing an EP next week. Okay. As people know. <laughs> Sporko! <laughs> it's called The Free. Actually, that wasn't me that time. That was actually Malcolm. That actually was me. <laughs> um, it's called The Freedom EP. Okay. And I will explain about that more at a later time. Um, I'll definitely be explaining that next sure. week. But I am doing a pre-order tonight. Ooh. I will... Uh, Tell me more. Basically, if you pre-order... So the EP tonight is uh-huh. at a special price. You can get the e- whole EP, okay. which includes four original tracks mm-hmm. and a bonus track that you can get with it. 
if you pre-order that tonight, it's only $3. That's 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 the that's the tonight the special price. Uh-huh. Um and then next week it will go up to $5. Sure. Ooh. With that, you get a free track. You uh also get to be uh first in line to get um a bonus track because I will be doing a deluxe version of the EP. Okay. And mm-hmm. all the people who end up buying the EP this week, they will be able to get uh signed up to get the bonus deluxe EP okay. for free when it comes out. Also I have a track that I'll be playing later on tonight, mm-hmm. Liberation. It's the the main track off of that. That song is going to be on SoundCloud from 7 to 10 p.m. tonight, same as the pre-order. Uh, the pre-order is going to be on Bandcamp. I'll send the link to that on the the Twitter, the yeah, Twitterverse, and on my yep. Instagram. Sweet. And, yeah, that will be free tonight from 7 to 10 p.m. on SoundCloud. Grab it up because it'll be the one and only chance you can get it for free. After nice. that, the only way you can get it is if you get the EP. Ah, very good. And just uh, just for clarification for everybody listening out there, this is music that you've made, right? Yes, sir. Very, very cool. So if you want to check out the the EDM stylings of Airhorn Elijah, you know, um, definitely check out that. Uh, um, well, I was gonna call it a fire mixtape, but I don't think it's a mixtape. So, <laughs> so I'm just gonna steer clear of that because I'm sure somebody's shaking their fist at their. It's not a fire mixtape. Come on, right. man, it's something else entirely. Get off my lawn, old man. <laughs> So, um, so before uh, before we move on to our uh, main event, our first segment of the night, um, I wanted to take a take a second. Uh, we uh, we lost a true uh, pop culture icon over the weekend. Um, Adam West passed away, and I have a clip here um, from ABC's Good Morning America um, that um, I'd like to share with you guys, and just. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk about Adam West for just a hot second. Take my bat radio. He was best known as TV's Batman. Batman to Coast Guard. With that unmistakable voice. It's a low neighborhood. And unforgettable charm. You interest me, strangely. Adam West rocketed to global fame, portraying the caped crusader on the ABC series from 1966 to 68. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Between movies and animation spin-offs, West holds the record for the most on-screen appearances as Batman 156 times. To the Batmobile. West finally got his Hollywood star 40 years after the original Batman series ended. Born in Walla Walla, Washington, William West Anderson led a career that spanned TV, radio, and movies over seven decades, beginning as an announcer on Armed Forces Radio, the Pentagon tweeting he was our hero long before the cape. In this 2006 interview, West was asked how he'd like to be remembered. As someone who just brought in what he could, and because of the blessings of timing and whatever, did something worthwhile. Later in his career, the pop culture icon reached a younger generation with his distinctive voice, appearing as himself in The Simpsons. Pure West. In The Fairly Odd Parents as Catman. You're a disease and Catman is the cure! And in Family Guy as the lunatic mayor named Adam West. I was trying to gain superpowers. But he never seemed to mind that he'll always be known as the defender of Gotham. 
So, you know, I, I've heard of a lot of podcasts and seen a lot of uh, social media tweets uh, basically indicating that, you know, like Adam West was their Batman. And it's kind yeah. of funny that, um, you know, for a number of years, at least certainly like when I was growing up, you know, it, it was kind of the style to kind of poo-poo on the 1960s Batman. It's like, oh, it's campy. It's silly. It's not serious. You know, it's like when, um, uh, you know, when I when I was a kid or actually, no, as I was a later kid, uh, you know, uh, Michael Keaton was my jam, you know, Batman 89 and, you know, everything's all black and stuff. But I remember when I was really, really young, I would watch those 1960s Batman TV shows shows in syndication and i don't know i just i i think it's uh now that we have a dc extended movie universe where we have super grumpy glum batmans i think it's okay to go back to the adam west version and just uh maybe laugh a little bit yeah mm-hmm. um and i think uh i i just i think it's really really cool and um i have another audio clip i want to share with you guys before uh <laughs> before we move on uh there was an episode of the uh batman animated series from the 90s where um, um, Adam West uh, uh, portrays a uh, actor who played a character called the Grey Ghost. Now, um, the thing that that's cool about this episode is basically it's a um, it's an analogy for how. Adam West kind of looked at his career post Batman because like he was typecast as Batman for the longest time. And as we heard in that news clip, it really wasn't until later on in, uh, you know, him kind of finding in animation a new audience, you know, like especially Family Guy. Um, where, you know, people were like, oh, yeah, you know, Adam West is awesome. But like I said before then, that wasn't the case. But anyway, this uh, this actor that he plays is a, a washed-up former superhero actor who can't get jobs acting and is... Um, um, you know, just really has a has a hard time of it. But what we find out is as the episode progresses is that Batman, you know, Bruce Wayne watched the Grey Ghost as a child and was inspired by it and thought it was, uh, you know, it was really his jam and kind of inspired a bit of what he does as Batman. So this clip is uh, from that episode called Beware the Grey Ghost. And it's where... Uh, Batman brings the uh, the actor named uh, uh, Simon Trent, I think was his character's name. He he involves him in this case, and he brings him into the Bat Cave, and um, and shows it. Uh, let me uh, let me see if I can find that real quick. Okay, here we go. This place is amazing. It's just like the Grey Ghost's lair. It's almost an exact replica. Let me show you something else. <gasps> so it's all this Grey Ghost merchandise and pictures. As a kid, I used to watch you with my father. The Grey Ghost was my hero. So it wasn't all for nothing. <laughs> and that's why I wanted to share that. It's uh, where Adam West as the Grey Ghost uh, sighs and says it wasn't all for nothing. And... Um. Yeah, it, it certainly was not all for nothing. I actually watched this episode last night, bawled my eyes out. It was like it just because uh, I knew I wanted this clip for the show. Yeah, but 
as and it's only a you know like a 25 minute cartoon but man there's a there's this part and then there's a part where it's i don't want to spoil it but it uh it's another part that calls back and man i just i got the feels way harder than than i was even anticipating it it really snuck up on me but um so yeah uh adam west newest member of the ripd so yeah i feel you i was um i was watching a lot of uh family guy um yeah the day before like i had found out oh sure and so then i was like you know this is great and then i found out and i was like well crap and so and I was just watching Family Guy and I looked up like a list of every episode oh, that he man. was in and I watched like a good like three hours and I was just like, why? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's oh, it's so rough. And I found out while I was working, it oh, was like nice. it was like I was doing something and then I just happened to um, uh, be on a break and I looked at Twitter and you know, like how on Twitter you see like all the trends. Yeah. And one of them was like R.I.P. Mr. West. And I'm like. No, sure enough, like, and I'm like, man, I found out that when I was watching YouTube, when I usually watch um, Injustice Two videos, yeah, and one of the player in Injustice Two just played Batman because he wanted to honor um, David West, Adam West. I, I just yeah. sorry, no, Adam that's okay, West. no, it's fine. Yeah, Adam West. Well, and, and and I'm glad you shared that with me too. That that made me smile. And also, um, intern Desmond, I didn't realize this until we were getting these audio clips. But you didn't know who Adam West was. Yeah, I just I just thought he played Batman because. You wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. And the uh, um, the the last thing I wanted to mention on that uh, was, you know, he he was a local guy. You yeah. know, uh, he was uh, you know, he was from right here in Washington State, from Walla Walla. Now that's you know on the other side of the mountains and several hours from here. But that's, I mean, still a Washington State native, and not a lot of people know that. So I I just thought I would share that. And I I know we uh, we're gonna have a whole lot of fun tonight. So I didn't. Um, Timing wise, I just cut, couldn't quite figure out when I wanted to have, uh, you know, share this stuff with you. So I thought just right off the bat, get it off the plate, cross it off. You know, we'll wipe away our tears and then we'll uh, then we'll get ready to get on with the show and have uh, have a really great time. Uh, 253-833-5004. Call in right now to win tickets to see Streetlight Manifesto. Again, that is going to be Saturday, July 1st at Showbox Soto. Showbox presents the Somewhere In Between Tour uh, 2017 featuring Streetlight Manifesto. If you want to go, if you and a friend want to go, then you know what you got to do. Call us up right now, 253-833-5004. And you may as well put in a song request while you're at it. We'd love to hear from you. Um, after the break, stick around because it's our interview with Kamikaze Girls, and you will not want to miss that. That's uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. You are listening to The Monday Project on 89.9 KGRG-FM, your home for Warp Tour. For information on music, ticket giveaways, and more, visit KGRG.com. This is Today's Rock on 89.9 KGRG. KGRG has all sorts of shenanigans happening all the time. Whether it be ticket giveaways, pledge drives, concerts, or other crazy stuff, we want to keep you in the loop. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at KGRGFM. And while you're at it, go follow our sister station, KGRG1, on all their social media as well, so you don't have to miss out on any of the cool stuff. 
What do you think about that? You know that the ice cream scoop can make a child smile, and that by slowing us down, the traffic light can keep us going. You know that the lawnmower makes life easier, that the blood bank makes life possible. But did you know all these ideas came from the minds of African Americans? Support the United Negro College Fund, because a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Visit uncf.org or call 1-800-332-UNCF. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. If you have any requests, shout them out. Play that same song. All right, same song. Here we go. Hey, are you tired of those corporate radio stations telling you what songs you want to hear? Then you're in the right place because at KGRG, we listen to our fans and play what you tell us to. Our request line is 253-833-5004. This is Today's Rock on 89.9 KGRG FM. I'm Bree. I'm Austi. I'm Stephanie. I'm Anna. We are the Morning After. And you're listening to KGRG. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. You're listening to 89.9 KGRG FM. What's up? My name is Mike, and you're listening to The Monday Project. And joining me via Skype right now, I'm very excited because I don't think I've had the opportunity to talk to somebody uh, internationally before. Uh, But joining me via Skype right now from a band Kamikaze Girls, it's it's Lucinda. How, uh, How are you doing tonight? Hey, yeah, I'm really good, thank you. How are you? I'm I'm doing very very well. Um, so I would uh, I would like to talk to you about your new album Seafoam, with uh, uh, which just came out this uh, this last week. Um, but before we get to that, um, why don't uh, why don't you introduce yourself and um, talk about the band? Yeah, um, I'm Lucinda. I play in the band Kamikaze Girls. Um, there's just two of us, so the other half, Connor, is not here, unfortunately. So you've just got to listen to me witter on for a little bit. Um, <laughs> we've been a band under the name Kamikaze Girls for like two and a half years. Oh, okay. Uh, but we've actually been playing music together for more close to eight years, I'd say. Um we used to be in like a three-piece band, um, and that kind of changed. And I used to play bass, and Connie used to play drums, and we had a guitarist. And that evolved over those sort of eight years. And our guitarist left to be a pizza chef, and okay. I switched to the guitar. And that's how Kamikaze Girls kind of started um, as a two-piece. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess previously we've put out like a couple of singles and last year we put out an EP called Sad. Uh, we toured a huge amount last year. We got to come to the States. Um, we did the East Coast and the West Coast, which was pretty cool. Um, we've been back the last couple of years to play a festival called Fest in Florida, Gainesville. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that kind of takes us up to now. That was like a quick, yeah, quick bio in a nutshell <laughs> well and uh you played a, a couple few shows last year uh, last year here in the seattle area you played a show at the fun house uh but then you also uh played a show um with some other bands uh that um are 
indie and emo show Uncommon Chords put on um, with a, with a few other bands there. So so yeah, so uh, a welcome back to the uh, the KGRG experience. We're uh, um, we're we're huge fans. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so, um, so I would like to ask you what, because uh, we're we're gonna play your new single "Death Cap" uh, a little later. But I was wondering if you could describe for us kind of what your what the the sound of the band is. What uh, what do you guys sound like? We're we're quite nineties influenced, um, sort of eighties and nineties. Mm-hmm. We take a lot of inspiration from like grunge and the 90s riot girl movement. So bands like L7 and Bikini Kill and Sleeper um, were both really, really big Sonic Youth and The Cure fans. Um, so again, like all quite old bands. Um, so what you really get with us is a very raw, grungy shoegaze noise um with sort of pop sensibilities over the top of it so quite a lot of our songs you can sing along to they'll be quite catchy Mm -hmm. but then at the same time we love making huge amounts of noise with loads of different guitar pedals uh we like jamming loads as well so if you ever come and see us live it's kind of a completely different experience to on the record which is really fun Live is sort of our preferred environment, I guess, for our music. Sure, you know, and and I've noticed that with a lot of shoegaze bands, like uh, um, you know, like I've seen Modern Baseball a couple times, and their their live performance is quite a bit different than their their recorded stuff. And yeah, that that was that was kind of the vibe that I get listening to your stuff. You know, like there's there's some uh, modern baseball, maybe a little bit of Narwhals, a little Me Without yeah. You, some you know, maybe even a dash of Balance and Composure in there as well. Um, yeah, I love Balance and Composure. They're yeah. great. <laughs> uh, so I would uh, I'd like to ask you about the the band's name. So it's uh, so you're called uh, uh, Kamikaze Girls, but there's um, there's you, but then there's your uh, bandmate Connor. Um, what's uh, what's kind of the the origin of the band's name? It's a it's a novel and a movie, Kamikaze Girls, like a Japanese novel novel and film. Um, oh, cool! So that's where we got the name from. Initially, Connor kind of mm-hmm. saw the movie and he saw the movie poster and he was like. Why is there not a band called that? That's a great band name. <laughs> so we checked and we were like, yeah, yep, we're having that. Um, and I think it kind of described what we started to do really well because essentially we went from like an atmospheric pop, indie pop rock band into what we are now. That was with a member leaving and sort of changing direction and becoming a two-piece. The music we started started making that the new name sort of re- reflected that and it because mm-hmm. it's chaos um, um essentially <laughs> um, and we started out just practicing in this little lockup in leeds in the uk mm-hmm. and there was a lot of sort of raw angsty energy going around and it just summed us up perfectly a lot of our a lot of our like values and inspirations come from really strong female characters or mm-hmm. essentially just non like cis male. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're not, we're not a big bunch of girls as a lot of people expect when we show up to show. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just a fun name. <laughs> I, I think it's a really cool name. I, I, I like it. Thanks. 
<laughs> and um, so, what uh, what what was that 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 first spark? What uh, what inspired you guys to to make music? For me, I think I I could read music before I could really read. Uh, I I started playing the piano when I was four, mm-hmm. and I started reading music around that age, and I sort of grew up playing piano. And you know, by the time I got to like eleven, I played the cello as well, but I. You know, when you're that age, neither of those things are very cool. I wanted a guitar. I'd, you know, seen movies where people, you know, that there was girls in bands and they had guitars. And ultimately, I had mm-hmm. tunnel vision, and that was all I wanted. So after after begging my mum for a guitar, I finally got one when I was 11. <laughs> and then I was just like a really terrible bedroom guitarist for ages. I'd just play along to like Blink-182 and Simple Plan and All American Rejects. I used to try and learn the solo from Swing Swing by All American Rejects and oh, I could yeah. never ever play it. And and now if I like tried to do it, I'm sure I'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think I'm at least a little bit better than I was when I was 11. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I just kind of, as soon as I like found sort of punk music and punk mm-hmm. rock it was just tunnel vision that 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 was it I, I grew up on music but there wasn't really anyone in my family that kind of took me onto it mm-hmm. like the first ever concert I went to was the Spice Girls when I was five of course you know, I, never, I never had any sort of like strong female role models or anyone that sort of influenced me but I just really liked music it was just all all I did I used to tape things off the radio onto cassette tapes every week when I wasn't in school and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It was it was just kind of in me really from the start and when I was 13 I started playing bass in a band and yeah, I just I just couldn't stop and I kind of told myself by the time I'd get to like 25 mm-hmm. if I wasn't in, you know, if I wasn't some like crazy successful musician then I'd stop and and I'm not and I'm not now at all by any measure. We play the tiniest punk DIY venues and squats mm-hmm. and stuff, and it's great. But I'm 26 now, and I'm still mm-hmm. still here, still chipping away at it all. <laughs> that oh man, that that's really cool. I mean, we're we're always inspired by the DIY aesthetic. I mean, that that's a lot of what we do here on uh, on KGRG. You know, always fronting for those uh, for those bands that that deserve to be heard. And we are talking to Lucinda from. From uh, Kamikaze Girls, uh, all the way from Leeds in the UK, and you are listening to the Monday Project on eighty nine point nine KGRG FM. What's up? My name is Mike, and um, next, uh, let's uh, let's talk about the new album because uh, Seafoam is now available for folks to uh, uh, pick up. Um, first, uh, where can people get it? Um, so the if you want like a physical copy, uh, there's a really really nice vinyl pressing that we did through Wiretap Records in the US. It's like a pink and seafoam splatter record, yeah. so you can get that uh, from wiretaprecords.com. Um, otherwise, Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, uh, Amazon, like all those music streaming platforms, you can get it there. Or just our Bandcamp, if you like Bandcamp. I know loads of people prefer it. Uh, it's just kamikazegirls.bandcamp.com. Perfect. Very cool. Yeah, I was uh, I was checking out your guys' Instagram not too long ago, and those vinyl pressings are gorgeous. Those are those are those are some handsome albums. 
They're oh. yeah, they're beautiful. We're so happy with how they came out. Like me and Connor are both like major vinyl nerds. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the last couple of years, when we finally managed to actually press music onto vinyl, mm-hmm. it's we, every time they've arrived, we've just been like kids at Christmas. <laughs> 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 that's awesome um so what uh what else could you tell me about the album like uh um you know what uh what creatively went into it and uh, uh what were you guys going for with uh um with that new album well we we released our ep sad back in september mm-hmm. and we toured basically from august to mid-november we did the uk we did mainland europe so germany belgium france uh, netherlands then we came to america we went to canada um we were just literally on tour for so so long after this ep came out playing as many places as we possibly could it just seemed never ending but it was great and then we had said when we get back we'll write an album and we'll record it in the beginning of December. Mm-hmm. But that actually only gave us like 10 days to literally like write and record an oh album. Oh my gosh, wow. Back this massive tour. And I think that like both of us thought we would have had like everything together way quicker than we did and we didn't. Yeah. So we pushed the session back to January and we gave ourselves a month to write the album. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it's kind of fueled by like the mindset that we were both in after the tour mm-hmm. which essentially like we both came home to nothing just like no jobs I didn't have anywhere to live I, I kind of ended up like going back to my hometown Hull and Connor went back mm-hmm. to his uh, place called Geisley just outside of Leeds and okay. it was very much a what what are we doing with our lives now like yeah we've got a right an album but like how are we even going to keep ourselves here mm-hmm. how 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 do we live kind of thing and so we it was quite it was quite a stressful process trying to get everything together and trying to write the record because i th- just we weren't really in the best of mindsets to do it sure ideally ideally we would have like come back from tour like chilled out for ages and then you know picked up a pen when we felt like it yeah did it doesn't really work like that when you're a small band so we just wanted to try and keep the momentum going Mm -hmm. i think there was one point where connor texted me like i don't think any of this stuff is good enough and i'm like that makes me really sad but i completely agree (laughs) luckily our producer bob bob cooper he lent us his studio for like a week because he went to berlin mm-hmm. and let us run riot in a studio the week before we recorded the album and that's how everything came together that week we went in there every day first thing in the morning and wrote and jammed and made loads of noise and that's when everything really came together <laughs> Interesting, and um, uh, I, I'd like to expand on that. Um, you know, kind of talk about the your your creative music making process a little bit. Like, like, do you guys write the songs collaboratively? Do you write the uh, the music first? You know, I've I've heard a, a lot of different bands do things uh, very differently. So I'm always fascinated uh, by that by that creative process. It, it's just a complete mixture of everything with the both of us because. Mm-hmm. 
personally, I I always write lyrics. Mm-hmm. My, the notes in my phone is possibly the most embarrassing place that anyone could ever look. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's just loads of like little note pages with loads of lyrics on, and same for voice memos. So I'll mm-hmm. always write lyrics constantly, but I won't necessarily sit down and play guitar loads because I don't have to, I don't have loads of time. But mm-hmm. um, essentially we might like one of us me or connor might write like a guitar riff or like something that we like the sound of and then we'll jam that out together and then i'll go away and write the lyrics if i don't have anything right there in the moment of us kind of being in the room or maybe we'll just jam collaboratively and see what happens so sometimes one of us has an idea Sometimes like it comes organically out of just mm-hmm. jamming or other times we'll write a whole song and then I'll like finish it off at home or we'll just write an idea and then I'll go away and write lyrics and stuff for it. So mm-hmm. it, with us, it really varies. We don't have a set way that we do it. And I guess when there's just two of you, that's the nice thing about it because it's quite easy to get both of you in the same room or to fire things across, like text each other, voice memos. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff. That that's that sounds like a really cool process. You know, it's it's just you know you're you're almost like a like a hive mind at, at some point. You know, just so dialed into uh, to each other and how you guys are um, uh, making music together. And uh, and we're talking to Lucinda from uh, Kamikaze Girls out of uh, Leeds in the UK. Uh, we're talking about their new album Seafoam, which is available now uh, wherever you can get uh, digital music. Um, uh, and you're listening to the Monday Project on eighty nine point nine KGRG FM. And we were talking a little bit ago about what uh, what fans see when they see Kamikaze Girls live. Um, I would like to kind of revisit that a little bit. I saw that you guys uh, uh, performed a show, uh, I believe, just the other night. Um, are you guys currently on tour supporting the album? Kind of. Um, we did a couple of shows around release day. Uh, we played with a band called Mannequin Pussy from Philadelphia. Okay. I don't know if you know uh, they came to the UK, and then we did like um, a festival in Manchester this weekend, but we don't officially start like our proper tour until mm-hmm. uh, next Tuesday. So a oh, week okay. tomorrow, we're on tour for the rest of June uh, with another band from the UK called Nervous. They're amazing. I can't speak highly enough of that band. They're great. So we're doing like a big UK tour with those guys. Very cool. Now, um, now, when you guys do a set, do you have a um, a set set list, or since it's just the two of you guys, do you just kind of figure it out as you go? Uh, what uh, what goes into that? Uh, we don't really have a set list. Um, we kind of like to just leave it, just see what happens. Um, that's kind of like yeah, the fun the fun of being a two piece, I guess. Like yeah. We'll just call stuff out. <laughs> like I'll turn around after we finish a song, and we'll just go straight into another one. And I think it's kind of nice to do it that way because we don't necessarily play the same thing every night. We we just spent like yeah. three weeks on tour with Narwhals in the UK, and we had quite a short set time. So for that, we kind of did have to structure it a little bit more and like cut mm-hmm. out <laughs> all of the noise and jamming that we normally doing a headline show just to like 
make sure we can get everything across in a really quick time but Mm -hmm. from like a headline show we really love like drawing stuff out and jamming stuff it's kind of it's about those are the type that's the thing that we agree on because the type of bands that we both love are bands that like really change their songs live change stuff up or have different kind of music stuff going on and we both kind of think that's really cool and that's something we like doing as well interesting you know all all the more reason to see kamikaze girls live that's that's great um do you um do you guys have a particular actually you know just uh speaking for yourself because uh uh, connor obviously can't uh um weigh in but do uh what's what's your favorite song to play live or do you have any particular favorites at the moment um it's the last track on our album uh i don't want to be sad forever um, it's kind of like a post-rock kind of jam. It's really fun to play. It's in like a big open tuning, so mm-hmm. it sounds it can sound really, really big. And yeah, it's just a, it's a just a good one to kind of scream out at the end of a set for sure. We'll we'll drag it on for ages, and I get to like play around with all of my pedals and make like a huge amount of noise, <laughs> blow out everyone's eardrums if they didn't wear earplugs. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's my favorite at the moment. Oh, that's that's really cool. I uh, I can't wait to check that out. Um, so, um, uh, do you guys play covers at all? We have been known to every so often. <laughs> we do, we do like a proper grungy cover of Britney Spears' "Hit Me Baby One More Time." Oh, get out of here! That, that sounds <laughs> no, awesome. You know, and you know why we learned that actually was because we were playing in the States for the first ever time a couple of years ago and we were mm-hmm. like, no one knows us, no one has a clue who we are, so let's just throw in a song that everyone knows and it was born out of that mm-hmm. and every so often we'll we'll revisit it if the time's right. <laughs> Interesting. Very, very cool. I, I'm sorry. I'm just. I, I'm imagining that in my head now, and I have to hear it. That's just. That's. Uh, that. Well, you know, if we ever, if we ever play in your town, just if you remind us on the night, we'll play it especially for you. Oh, sounds great. I, I, you know what? I'm gonna take you up on that for sure. <laughs> uh, so we're talking to Lucinda from Kamikaze Girls, and we're uh, we're talking about their new album Seafoam, which is now available. Um. But I, I would like to ask you, just kind of like in general, what's a, what's the biggest challenge that you guys have encountered as a band? That's that's a good question. That's really making me think, actually. <laughs> I think last year, obviously for us, it was getting getting the album sort of done and in sure. a good place, so we could release it at this point, and that that for us was such a big achievement we were so desperate for it to come out this year and to come out really quickly after the ep just to kind of give people a full album because we only had five tracks yeah previously out so i think at the moment we're still kind of riding off the back of that and we're just Mm -hmm. enjoying the fact that it's come out and now we get to go on tour and play a bunch of shows so really i guess the challenge now for us is to play as many places as we can and get to as many countries as we can so we've got like a uk tour Mm -hmm. this month um we're doing some uk festivals over july we're going to tour in ireland for the first time in august oh wow we'll be going back to mainland europe in september and then we're going to come back to the states at the end of october 
So we're going to cram all of that in before the year's out. Very exciting. So, um, um, so, so that being said, what is the ultimate direction or ultimate goal for the band? Oh God, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you know, it's interesting because, like, you know. Um, a lot of people will do music for different reasons. Like some want fame and fortune. Others just want to tell their stories, you know, and, and every other reason in between. Um, so, yeah, I was just uh, just kind of wondering what uh, what you guys are going for kind of in a, a longer term, you know, kind of like longer term goals. It's, it's really it's really hard to say, but I think I think I can definitely speak for Connor and me in the way that we would love to make this a full time thing we're Mm -hmm. so close to it being like a full-time job for us um and i think if we just had a way to keep going and for this to be our career then that would be sick like i don't think we'd ever want much more than that yeah well, I you, mean, bigger tours and stuff like that's always great. Big support slots. You know, that's amazing. Everyone wants to do that anyway. Yeah. But essentially, for us, we're so close to, like, making a living out of it. And I think if we could both do that, we'd we'd be fairly content. So with, with that then, uh, what advice would you have for people that want to start their own band and pursue their, their own uh, dreams and interests? Just... Just do it. Just start doing it as soon as you can. Um, if if there's anything sort of holding you back, any sort of anxieties that you have about starting a band, think think about them and think of ways to work through them. For me, mm-hmm. I always wanted to sing in front of a band when I was a kid. That's all I ever wanted to do. And I didn't start doing it until like maybe I was... 16 17 because i was so scared to sing and then the first few years of doing that i sucked i was so terrible i sang i sang with like a really nasal american accent oh okay that was the music i'd grown up listening to i blame simple plan and blink 182 and green day (laughs) (laughs) Um, and it and i got slated a lot for that and then as I grew older and my voice developed and I sang in my normal, horrible Hull accent and started screaming, putting, like came into my own a bit more, it became more fun and I was doing better in all senses of like songwriting and performing. And I guess the thing is, so if you have any reservations about it, like I was so shy and scared for ages so i think just if you have those reservations and can move past them just do it as soon as you can because it takes a while for you to develop and come into your own and you know find that sort of sweet spot where you're making the music you want to make and sort of playing with the people you want to make because you might Mm -hmm. go through like a whole bunch of bands before you end up in one that makes you happy (laughs) yeah yeah or one where you know everyone gets on really well and you're writing the music that you want to write so yeah i think it can take time to progress and so if you have any reservations about anything any anxieties about anything Mm -hmm. maybe maybe try and think of a way to feel more comfortable or work through something because i had so many and i always 
I always kind of say, oh, maybe I should have done it sooner. But at the same time, it's taken me so long Mm -hmm. to get to a point where I write the songs that I do and I sound like I do. And I don't think that I'm the best person in the world at it, but I know that I'm so much better than I was. Mm -hmm. That's just the progression, the natural progression. Yeah, that's uh, that's very, very good advice. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people um, appreciate that. And you know what, Lucinda, uh, th- this has been a great conversation. It's been uh, it's been a pleasure getting to know you um, and to learning more about Kamikaze Girls. Um, before uh, before we let you go, uh, could you let fans know where they can get access to your music? Yeah, we're we're just all over the shop, like mm-hmm. everywhere. <laughs> any like streaming services, any like music buying services. All the usual ones you can find us on. Mm-hmm. All our music's on our Bandcamp page, so you can stream that for free. You don't have to buy it. Um, our US label is Wiretap Records, mm-hmm. uh, so you can purchase like band merch, records from there. Um, our UK and the rest of the world label is Big Scary Monsters, and they have a bunch of like great other bands as well. So if you head to either of our labels' websites, you'll find a bunch of other good stuff that's not just us. And then we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. We we chat on there all the time. So <laughs> hit us up if you want to. One last thing before uh, before we let you go. Is there anybody that uh, you guys would like to acknowledge or give shout-outs to? Um, uh, anybody that we may not have mentioned uh, that uh, that you would like to give some shouts to? Um, yes, two, two people, kind of. So Rob from our label, Wiretap Records, he is the safest guy, the best dude, um, and he runs a great label, essentially just out of his living room. So Wiretap Records, check them out for like new alternative punk music. Mm-hmm. They're great, loads of great bands from all over the place as well, not just the states. And I guess uh, we should probably give a little shout out to No Better, who we toured with last year. They're the best dudes. Nice. Uh, we had a lot of fun gallivanting up and down the West Coast with them last year. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. And um, any uh, any parting words? Any final thoughts? Um, make make good choices. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is so cool. There you go. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so uh, very cool. Well, it's uh, it again, Lucinda. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, uh, talking to you and get to know you. Uh, the band is Kamikaze Girls. The album is Sea Foam, uh, which is now available uh, for you to check out. And later on in the show, we will be playing their brand new single, uh, Death Cap. And um, uh, thanks again for taking the time. And I'm uh, really looking forward to keeping in touch and maybe connecting with uh, with you and Connor in the future. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Th- this was great. Cool. Take care. All right. Bye. You, you too. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> so um, if you missed any of that interview or want to hear it again and share it with your friends, check out the podcast section of KGRG.com and on the KGRG FM app. And I did not prompt her to say make good choices. She did that. <laughs> she did that entirely on her own. And I just lit up. It's like I had the, you know, uh, just 
Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm still laughing about it. It's that was great. Just, it's just yeah. so funny. We we may have to use that. We may have to isolate that and use that as a drop at the end of the show now for uh, uh, make good choices because you know longtime listeners know that's how we sign off the show every week and have been for almost two years now. And um, I don't know. It was it was just really really cool um, how how she pulled that out. And um, uh, something I totally forgot to mention is that uh, Lucinda actually made up some art prints uh, that are inspired by the songs uh, from the uh, from their album Seafoam, uh, Kamikaze Girls. Yeah. Uh, and you can order those on their Bandcamp page as well as streaming the album as well as uh, um, ordering it. Nice. So, uh, so, yeah, really, really cool looking stuff. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll tweet some of that out in a little bit just so that you can see it. Um, really, uh, really cool stuff that, that definitely goes along with uh, the music. Speaking of the music, uh, coming up next, after the break, uh, we are going to play their brand new single, Death Cap, um, uh, right here on The Monday Project. You're listening to 89.9 KGRG-FM. And then coming up even later, we have a song request. And you know what? I may even have to sneak in Swing Swing by All American Rejects because we talked about it a little bit during the interview. um, And it just struck me. And it's like, wait a minute, I think we have that. I'll see if I can find it. Um, as well as uh, um, lots of other cool stuff, tons of things. Uh, go nowhere. The Monday Project rolls on. You're listening to KGRG. Have you ever been interested in sending us music suggestions and band submissions? Well, now's your chance. Make sure to send us an email at music at kgrg.com. Woo! Let's get crazy! In movies, when someone at a party jumps into a pool fully dressed, everyone cheers them on and jumps in too. Just so you know, in real-life parties, nobody jumps in after you. You just look stupid. Come on, jump in. Come on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. And now, a lesson in thinking before you speak on The Monday Project. I want to say it's like Shia, do Devil it long or something. Oh. Yeah. No, really. Oh. That's, um, that's the phrase you got there. Oh, my God. Uh, phrasing. I just, I just, I just put that together. That's, well, we're probably going to have to save that for the promo, aren't we? Definitely, yes. That's embarrassing. Listen Monday, 7 to 10 on 89.9 KGRG-FM on the KGRG app in your app store. Do it! WTF. The Nerdist, Rooster Teeth, Adam Carolla, Serial. You, you listen to podcasts, want to do one and not completely suck at it? I'm Charlie Harger. I teach digital radio. You'll have a podcast in your own radio show. Think of it as a podcasting boot camp. So sign up now. Journalism 120 meets twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Podcasting your own show. Journalism 120 here at Green River College. Have you checked out KGRG.com recently? Our website got a facelift. Check KGRG.com for info on the concert calendar, ticket giveaways, new music ads, and everything you want to know about specialty shows and the DJs that make them happen. That's KGRG.com.
Death Cap, the brand new single from Kamikaze Girls. And we just heard from uh, Lucinda from Kamikaze Girls doing that interview. Uh, that's off of their new album, Seafoam, which is now available. And again, uh, look in the podcast section of KGRG.com and on the KGRG FM app. If uh, if you missed that interview, and I, I'd recommend you check it out because it was a, it, one, it was a really fun conversation to uh, talk to somebody internationally. You know, it's like, yeah. I, I always enjoy it when I have the opportunity to talk to people not from here. Not not to say that I don't enjoy talking to people from here, but there's I don't know, there's just a extra little bit of novelty. It's a kind of kind of hard to explain. But anyway, there's a um, really cool band. Check out their stuff. Um, and yeah, it would be really cool uh, when and if they make their way back to the Pacific Northwest up here. It'd almost be cool to have them up for an artist takeover. I know. I, I mean, it's it's just the two of them. You know, so like, um, you know, we've certainly hosted duos before. So, um, yeah, when the time comes, we'll um, uh, we'll definitely make that available. Um, Airhorn Elijah. Yes, sir. I hear that we may have a ticket winner. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> give a round of applause to Mr. Bryce Albright. Oh, hey, you, you have the round of applause. Good for you, buddy. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, Bryce is going to be checking out Streetlight Manifesto. Uh, Showbox presents the Somewhere in Between Tour for 2017. Uh, that is going to be on Saturday, July 1st at the Showbox Soto. And that was our last pair of tickets to give away. No more streetlight tickets. Um, be listening on, <clears throat> excuse me, be uh, be listening next week for uh, awesome ticket, ticket giveaways. Um, we may have in the near future uh, tickets to a sold out show from MXPX. Ooh. I think, I mean, we, we don't have them for tonight. Okay. We may not have them for next week, but okay. possibly the week after. Uh, but you know what? That show's not going to be any less sold out. So, you know, we I'm looking in the almighty prize drawer, and I think there may be some available for us in the future. So, uh, yeah, listen up for that. Oh, hey, Malcolm. Look <laughs> Hi. You, you, I, I saw that you were uh, uh, starting to do some tweeting. So that was... I, uh, I was... And then I logged out. I don't. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll appreciate you participating in the show. That's uh, that's really really cool. So, um, uh, Elijah, what? Oh, did did you want to say something, Desmond? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he like he like reached for the microphone and then changed his mind. And um, okay, so Elijah, uh, ticket winner Bryce wanted to hear a song, right? Yes, sir. What uh, what's uh, what's coming up next after the uh, top of the hour legal ID? We have 9mm in a three-piece suit by Streetlight Manifesto. Nice. Wow. I love that song. That is Sweet. so cool. I've never heard that song. Well, oh, well, get wow. ready. You're, you're in for a treat. I, you know, <laughs> if you want to know what Streetlight Manifesto is all about, this is, this is a good place to start. And then we'll, um, we'll be back shortly to start the second hour of the show with the weekend roundup. And then uh, still to come, we have um, uh, Airhorn Elijah's new song. Um, from your forthcoming EP, yep. uh, we also have an exciting announcement some, for some friends of ours. We have the Real Art Tacoma concert calendar and so much more. Go nowhere. This is the Monday Project on eighty nine point nine KGRG FM. Sparkle.
KGRGFM, KGRGFM HD1, Auburn, also broadcasting on K207AP, Sumner Lake Taps, 89.3 FM. is the Monday Project, broadcasting from Green River College on KGRG 89.9 FM. The Monday Project. And now, your host, Mike on the Mic. It's him! He's here! Oh, wait a minute, that's, that's a different one. Well, I forget now that we have a couple few different uh, uh, show intros. Yeah. Uh, you constantly could surprise me, yeah. uh, technical director Airhorn Elijah. And uh, uh, welcome back to hour number two of the Monday Project, this for Monday, June 12th, 2017. And if you're just joining us, well, first, you missed an hour of the show, but that's okay because we got a couple more for you. Uh, this is KGRGFM's only live late night talk show where just like what we're doing now we're uh, we're having fun on the radio um as i mentioned my name is mike and i am joined in the studio again by your technical director airhorn elijah yes <laughs> that voice you hear is uh, our uh, special in-studio guest joining us for uh, um, some exciting teasing that we'll get to later in the in the show. It's uh, Malcolm. How uh, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Great. <laughs> oh wait, I should, okay. Can I, can you ask me that again? How you doing, Malcolm? Great. Yeah. We're saving that. Oh, that, oh, that's gold. <laughs> um, intern Jasmine joins us as well. Hey, hi. Hi. <laughs> Very cool. Oh, man. So uh, I haven't heard Swing Swing by All-America Rejects in years. So we uh, we played that um, a little bit ago, and uh, part of it was because uh, Lucinda from... Um, uh, Kamikaze Girls uh, was talking about that was one of the one of the songs that she wanted to play that she when she was young like uh, she got a guitar at 11 years old and wanted mm. to learn that solo and so I thought you know what I w- I'm kind of itching for that so and it was kind of funny because all of us were totally just bebopping to it uh, a little bit ago it was it was really fun and what uh, uh, you were over the intercom you were giving us a basketball <laughs> update so so uh, how uh, how how up are, are the Warriors now? They were up by eight, but I think Kyrie hit a three, so now the score is 98-93. Let's uh, go! <laughs> we might have to say that, too. Wow. I like that. That's pretty good. So, so who scored the touchdown? Oh, jeez. Uh, 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, LeBron man. Brady. <laughs> I was gonna say, man. Oh man. So, um, uh, so much more coming up. But for now, I think since uh, since it's a jam packed, crowded show, yeah. and we got a lot to talk about, let's uh, let's get. It's time to cowboy up because it's the weekend roundup. Do you guys know what time it is? It is time for us to do like we do at this time every week. It is the weekend roundup. Guess what? I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Look at me going. That's cowbell sounds, and then a yeehaw sounds, and a nay. That's a horse that they're riding. Lassos. Lassos. And, um, I mean, bling, 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 uh, cowbells. Uh, they giddy up and there's a sunset and then drop. What is Weekend it? roundup. Wow. <laughs> what does a cowgirl say? You're gonna want that cowbell. <laughs> Every time, man. <laughs> that just cracks me the hell up. All right. So, yeah. So, uh, between all of us, we, we had a whole bunch of stuff going on. So, yeah. um, Let's let's try this. Um, Airhorn Elijah, Big E from KGRG. What's up? Um, in talking to you earlier, I know I think you pretty much had the most going on. <laughs> so why why don't you start us off? Because like it was one of those things as you were you were telling me earlier, I was like, come on, come on, <laughs> no, you're you're not for real. So so yeah. So uh, how how'd you spend your weekend, buddy? Um, let's start it out with Thursday, which is weird because most people don't really equate Thursday to being part of the weekend. I do. But, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just kidding. O- o- only if it's missing an E. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um let's 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 put it this way. Okay. It started Thursday and that was when we had our basketball game. It was the last game of the regular season. Mm-hmm. But it was also the same day as my mother's birthday. Okay. Aww. So we started um, the weekend Thursday. You know, I was like, "Happy birthday" and everything. You know, we it was it was interesting though because I was gone most of um, that day. It was kind of really sad because it was the first uh, the first time that my mom had a birthday that I wasn't really there for. It. Mm-hmm. So that was that was kind of rough. Um, but then Friday was my stepdad's birthday. Oh, okay, Ooh. so it was interesting because. They um we kind of joke around about the fact that you know, it they have the ba- or their birthdays like day after day or whatnot. Yeah, and so we joke around. We're like, well, since you both have a birthday in the same week, we just don't celebrate either of your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> wow, and, I don't know about all that, right? <laughs> so yeah, and then there was also class and stuff on Friday. Okay, which was all right. Um, but I also what was really awesome is. Um, either Thursday or Friday, I got to have a really good um, heart-to-heart with one of my friends. And uh, we have decided that we are working on um, a collaboration EP sometime soon. Ooh. And we started work on that this weekend. Okay. Um, Saturday is when we celebrated my um, my mom and my dad's birthday. We had a couple of friends over that day. And we had cake and ice cream and all that stuff. And then... Um, Huge fans of all those things. Yeah. It was actually... It was really awesome. Shout out to Baskin Robbins. <laughs> right there. <laughs> that was last week. Oh, really? Oh, that was so good. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, oh. I, I'm sorry. Let's... Yeah. Me and Malcolm went to Baskin Robbins at some point to... Um, 
because I was applying for jobs. Oh yeah, oh, that's... that was an interesting story. That was, oh, that's, man. that one's an off the air story. Okay, all right, <laughs> very good. Well, let's uh, let's keep it moving. What, uh, what uh, else you got? Sunday. I remember that. I just remember that. Okay. Yeah, yesterday, uh-huh. um, we went to church and everything. Right after yeah. church, Praise straight the Lord. from ch- straight from church, we go to my grandfather's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so yeah. many birthdays. <laughs> Three birthdays. In four days, yeah, it was really hectic. And um, after my grand, uh, my granddad's birthday party, which was that claim jumper, that was oh man, yeah, that that restaurant will put a hurting on you if you let it, right? It's like, could you bring me less, please? (laughs) (laughs) I got this calzone, and it was funny because. When I ordered the calzone, I was yeah. like, huh, it's a calzone. All right, that's cool. <laughs> There's not going to be that much. I barely finished it. Yeah. But but you were not defeated, so no, I, I'm, I'm, not. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> um, so we All did right. that, and um, I got home, babysat a little bit, mm-hmm. and Mr. Malcolm over there, uh, he came over. I did? With. I don't. I don't. I'm just actually, kidding. No, I, I did. You know, was that you? It could have he been someone even else. Know. <laughs> Making this up as they go. He I think came, he came over with his lady friend, and <gasps> she got to meet my family and stuff. So yeah. Oh man, and she's still around, huh? Uh, <laughs> I don't know how. All right. So so uh, so, how about you, Malcolm? Anything you want to add to that uh, that that scintillating tale? Let's start with Thursday. Oh man. <laughs> God, man. Wow. I'm glad I only had a couple things I wanted to mention. Right? <laughs> no, just... no, it's all good. Because actually, I'm going to go even further back, so we're so we're in the clear here. So, no. yeah. So Thursday. Um, let's see. I can't remember. So, oh, my God. Th- <laughs> You're killing What's me, Smalls. What's the point of going back to Thursday? It's like, I'm let's start at thir- Thursday or not. <laughs> Lay aside. Uh, I went to Elijah's game. Okay. It oh, was, yeah, you did. It, what? Of course I did. <laughs> what do you mean I did? I was the, yes. I don't know what to do with these guys, Desmond. <laughs> yeah, I I went to Elijah's game. Yeah, uh, which he won, by the way. Well, his oh, team won. Well, that's cool. So, yeah, it was fun. Friday, I don't remember what I did on Friday. Saturday. Hmm. Time's ticking, buddy. Um, okay, let's just get to Sunday. So, okay. <laughs> Sunday, I went over to Elijah's house with my lady friend. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we we had fun. We well, we were talk we were like Oh man. We're no Please tell me you were safe. We were playing we were playing <laughs> No what? <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> no, I don't want to continue anymore. <laughs> oh, man. No, um, um, we were, we were, well, we started, me and Elijah started playing video games, and then she was like, let's watch a movie, and Elijah was like, okay, and I'm sitting there like, what? I wanted to play. actual voice, too, by the way. Kinda, kinda. That's pretty good. Oh, it kinda, it was kinda. It's, it's good, it's good. Yes. But we ended up watching, um... Uh no, it wasn't trolls. I can't. Uh, finding Dory. Yes, finding that person. Yeah, no, just we were watching Finding Dory. Okay, it was a really good movie. 
I hear it's really good. I have not watched it yet. Um, I, I loved Finding Nemo back in the day. I just, uh, it's one of those ones where I never saw it in the theater and just, uh, you know, it, it it's tough once a movie gets on to like streaming or downloads or whatever. And I just, yeah, I, I have a tough time going to buy movies. You always like, yeah. hey, I'm going to watch it and then never do. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I'd like, I'd like to watch it, but I don't own it. So which means I probably won't. So. <laughs> All right, cool. So let's uh, let's move on. And uh, Desmond, oh. um, so something I wanted to ask you about, um, yeah. and you know, if there if there's stuff from your weekend you want to talk about, mm-hmm. you're more than welcome to as well. Yeah. But I wanted to ask you about the uh, the end of the quarter festivities for uh, your journalism 110 class. Yeah, it's pretty fun, and yeah, a lot of people brought foods today, mm-hmm. and Tom brought. Um, sandwich today too and yeah we had a good time and everybody get full <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 it's always a fun time so like did uh, uh, Tom tell funny stories and things no, like that no um, f- at that day I think when we started yeah. we just confirming the DJ shift we are going oh, to have yeah, and yeah. also they w- after that we eat yeah. the food we brought and mm-hmm. and then they give out awards and we just get out nice so yeah so that that uh, i've talked about this many times on the show um basically that that's the the end of the quarter tradition Mm -hmm. you know basically at the last day of class we have kind of like this potluck gathering thing and yeah just to you know eat and eat and tell stories and all that um uh any of the particular awards that that you'd like to like to talk about because i don't really know outside of you if i really know any of these kids this quarter oh (laughs) it's so weird um this is one there, there is one very funny yeah. word that is the hardest name to pronounce I'm that okay I, for, I forgot what's that what's the name of the word but it's kind of sorry I've said a lot of your times and it's wrong every time oh that's that, funny that kinds of award and yeah and I can uh, well I I got a award for for me yeah yeah what'd you get um rookie of the quarter Wow! Yeah, but yeah, very cool. A, yeah, um, well deserved. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And, and and I had absolutely nothing to do with that that uh that nomination process. No, really, I didn't. Yeah, and yeah, it's. I'm, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm. I'm happy that I get it, but yeah, yeah, I'm just doing what I should do. Sparkle. Well, you know, and we were talking about that earlier. You know, it's like you know, uh, you're you're going to end this class with a with a pretty decent grade. And it, it, one of the things, Desmond, that I like about you so much is that you know, you're just you have so much humility. You're just you're just so humble about everything. You're just like, well, it's on the syllabus, so I just did everything that was on the syllabus. And oh. I was like, yeah, you know, it's it's easy to take for granted, um, you know, just uh, what what some of us might might interpret as as easy or just you know that because that's the directions and i think it's easier for me because yeah. um my i want to be in this industry but not everybody in the class wanted to exactly yeah then no, yeah no good on you buddy that's that's awesome congratulations yeah. oh was there was there anything oh actually i'm sorry i i yeah. almost tried to trample on you um so um you did your first dj shift this yeah. last weekend right on sunday yeah how was that is uh, I don't know how is that, but <laughs> I 
practice a lot of yeah. lyrics, like talking in the radio, mm-hmm. and I try to be. I try to sounds very exciting for everything I'm sure, going to say, sure. and I'm. I think I can get better. Well, let me ask you this though: Did you have fun? Um, definitely. I well, think. then that's that's <laughs> what's important. I mean, that's yeah. if if during your internship here on the show, if I haven't, I feel like if I haven't taught you anything else, it's the value of having fun while you're doing what you're doing. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. learn, improve, get better, sharpen your skills, hone your craft, learn your trade, all of that fun stuff. But don't forget to have fun. And mm-hmm. I think. I think as um, as we as broadcasters as we develop, I think there there comes a point on the bell curve where we kind of forget that sometimes. I know myself; I've lost track of that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Where you know it's like I, I'm concerned about growing the show, or you know the the technicality of things, or the exactness of things. And and sometimes it when you're trying to put on the best show that you can, it's sometimes easy to forget to have fun. So if if I've taught you know anybody that that has learned with me anything else it's again it's the value of just just having fun and mm-hmm. that's uh, you know that that's why i say it at the top of every hour of every show i do you know we're all about having fun on the radio so mm-hmm. um so the only thing i'm going to bring it up is yeah. on wednesday Yes. It's not weekend, but <laughs> no, no, it's it's and fine. Everyone brings up things that is not exactly, <laughs> exactly, because that that's um, what I've got too. I was in the um, school choir concert. <gasps> that's right. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about that. Thank yeah, you, yeah, thank yeah. you for bringing that up. I'm in the concert choir in the school, and yeah. we perform in at that night, and yeah, we got a pretty good show, and good jazz choir was there too, and oh, jazz choir is really good. There. Yeah. Yeah, I I can show you some clips of it and definitely it sounds oh so good. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is a good concert to go. But yeah, that's all. Very very nice. Well, thank you for sharing that. As uh, as for me, I had uh, I had a couple things I wanted to share very quickly. One of which was I um I got called into work unexpectedly uh, last uh, Tuesday. See, I can't pick on you guys for going back to Wednesday <laughs> and Thursday because I'm not going all the way back to Tuesday. So I had the uh, the opportunity to uh, work. And I've I've talked about where I worked before, and I um I've worked there for just over a year now. Uh, I work for a couple different radio stations at in uh, Como Plaza in uh, downtown Seattle near the Space Needle, and I've I've joked with our. Uh, digital radio instructor Charlie Harger, um, who we've talked to on the show, and we've you know talked a lot. He he's a reporter for for Como Radio, and I've always joked around him that in my time working there, I have never seen Steve Poole in the flesh. I have seen just about every other radio personality, every other TV personality. I mean, it's like, you know, I'll, I'll be just filling up my coffee and then like, you know, some some of the, you know, like the reporters that you see every night if you're watching Como TV, just just chilling. It would be like, mm-hmm. hey, good morning. What's up? You know, just just like it's nothing. But I have never seen Steve Poole up until when I worked the other night. And sure enough, I looked up from my control board and it's like, oh no, oh, I don't have the audio right in front of me. Do you have a? It's him. He's here. <laughs> I can see. Yeah, I I forgot as we were getting into this to have that on the ready. But I I look up, and I just just see him as majestic as you would imagine him to be. 
It's him. He's here. <laughs> and and yeah, so he just walks across the news bullpen, and I look up because we have the TV on in the uh, in the radio booth that I'm working in, and there he is on TV doing the weather. I'm like, I just saw him. Up until that point, I was convinced he was a robot <laughs> that, that they would basically bring out, like you know, like they put him in a closet in like a charging station or oh, something, and then they bring him out to do the weather report, and then they put him back in. Nope, real dude. Who knew? <laughs> Certainly not me. Um, and I have I have another story from that uh, from that night. I'll I'll save it for for a um, different day. But uh, suffice it to say, after a conversation with one of the editors I was working with, I am now the proud owner of a fidget spinner. Woo! And yeah, so if you if you take a look on my Instagram, I shot a couple uh, silly videos as I'm trying to get the hang of it and figure out what the actual heck it is I and still what it does. I and... saw you trying to become Salt Bay. <laughs> 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 the salt, it is real. Uh, but the last thing I wanted to uh, uh, get at really quick, like, is um, so we're, uh, Elijah, you're watching uh, the, the NBA finals on your phone, right? When You know, when you're supposed to be running the board and stuff. So, but no, I, I'm going somewhere with this. No shade is intended. I mean, you know, unintentional, wow. unintentional shade like, is still shade. How did he know that? Dude, I've been working with this dude for several months now. Well, I know my, what's going on. My eyes aren't even anywhere where it should be. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you're not texting with Malcolm because he's in the same studio as True. you. So. But I, I'm not going to lie. I have been trying to message him. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so speaking of the NBA Finals, uh, so did... Uh, um, I, I would imagine some of you guys watched Game 4, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, no. Did, did uh um did any of you catch the uh, uh teaser trailer for Black Panther? Yeah. Oh yeah, I, yeah. S- I saw that on I YouTube did. actually. All right. So I so yeah, I ended I I didn't I don't watch basketball. Um but I don't I, either. High five. <laughs> See? Yeah. We did it. We did it. It was like a magic air high five right there. <laughs> but yeah, so I thought I thought let's uh, let's roll a little bit of that and I want to talk about this for just a just a hot second here. Tell me something. What do you know about Wakanda? I don't know. It's a third world country. Textiles, shepherds, cool outfits. All the front. <laughs> Explorers have searched for it. Called it El Dorado. They looked for it in South America. But it was in Africa. I'm the only one who's seen it and made it out alive. (laughs) (laughs) I can see you. (laughs) The world is changing. Soon there will only be the conqueror.
My mind is ready. My body is ready. I need Black Panther in my life. This, uh, I, I've been excited for this movie for for quite a while. I yeah. think uh, you know since it was first announced. Now, uh, let's. Uh, I mean, obviously, we're we're going really long in this segment already. But um, do any of you guys have any very brief thoughts that you want to share? For me, the trailer didn't make me want to watch the movie. Yeah, but. I'm still excited for a movie, but I think they can do better job on the trailer. Maybe you know, I I don't disagree with you. I mean, it's like uh, it's not until like the music kicks in, and and I think I think my favorite part of the trailer is where um, a couple things. One is you get to see the the majesty of Wakanda. I mean, just the intricate mm-hmm. design. It reminded me a lot of the the design in Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. where you know like the the ornate designs and and a lot of that is just straight from the comic books. I mean that's some Jack Kirby stuff right there. Uh yeah. but but I think my favorite part is where Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa the Black Panther he's coming out. He's just got like his arms wide and he's just like come at me bro. And it's he's it's so cool. It's a uh, uh, really exciting. But I I agree with intern Desmond. This as a teaser trailer did not necessarily blow my hair back. Um, but that doesn't make me any less excited because yeah. this this movie Black Panther I think is is just as important as Wonder Woman. You know mm-hmm. which which I saw last weekend. Uh, great movie. Um, got some issues with it, but uh, would recommend. Would watch again. Uh, see it, but I mean, I mean, we're talking cultural significance. I mean, we're we're getting to a point in these comic book movies where these are important. You know, it's like you know, not only are they cool movies, but you know, like uh, like Wonder, what Wonder Woman shows. You know, you can be a cool movie and be an important movie at the same time, and I think that's exactly what we're going to get from Black Panther. Yeah. Um, uh, Elijah, mm-hmm. what what uh, what do you think? Um. I only I had two really random thoughts, sure. and then one that's really based about the trailer itself. Yeah, yeah. First thought: This is the first time I've seen Michael B. Jordan with hair. Right. It's really weird. <laughs> he's got a weird looking weave going on. There. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> he's, he's about to whip and nay nay in that outfit. It's really weird. It's kind of cool looking, but really yeah. really weird. It's a cool looking outfit. Mm-hmm. Second of all. Great choice of music for yeah. it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For uh, um, for a trailer, and actually, the sad thing about it is, mm. that's my third point. The the song was better than the trailer itself. Yeah, I, that that appears to be the the <laughs> consensus. I mean, and it's a teaser. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's but I would think if you're playing this during the NBA finals. And I, and I cut out some dead spots of this, too. I mean, yeah. I think it ran about two minutes. I think I shaved about 30 seconds off of it. Yeah. It's kind of sleepy. And uh, I don't know if that just means that the special effects aren't ready. You know, like because that'll happen sometimes, too. But, you know, just just give me some dialogue. Exactly. You know, I mean, because I, I really like what Chadwick Boseman is doing with his accent. I, I think it sounds authentic. It sounds really cool. It doesn't. It doesn't sound distracting. So it's. It's not like. It's not like the Bane voice from Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. It, you know. It's. It's just exotic enough. I think. And I think maybe because I am excited for the Spider-Man Homecoming, so that's yeah. why it makes me not so excited for the Black Panther. Ah, Panthers. okay. Mm-hmm. I think I see where you're coming from. Yeah, because. Yeah. Obviously, home, Spider-Man Homecoming is coming next month. And yeah, July 7th. Yeah. 
Maybe and I know more Matt's birthday, about by the way. <laughs> and I know more about Spider-Man than Black Panther, so maybe right. that's why I'm hoping to see a new Spider-Man, but not a new character from Marvel. Okay, interesting. You interesting. know what my problem with Spider-Man: Homecoming is what? My problem is that Spider-Man is going to his middle school homecoming in that movie. He oh, looks really? like a freaking twelve-year-old. Is that what we're doing in that movie? <laughs> that, oh. I, I actually Aunt May looks like she's like mid thirties. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> Don't you dare besmirch the good name of Hot Aunt May. <laughs> Marissa Tomei can call me anytime at two five three eight three three five zero zero four. <laughs> All right, so before okay, so we 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 can talk about Spider-Man Homecoming later. I don't right. want to get too lost in the weeds. Malcolm, any uh, any thoughts on Black Panther and or the trailer before we move, we move on? I loved Black Panther in uh-huh. Civil War. Yeah, man. That was a really good movie. I I loved the whole movie. It was, it wasn't like it was in the comics. I never read the comics. I saw it on YouTube. Anyway, Sure, sure. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> It's still a really good movie, though. And then the Black Panther movie came out, and I'm like, what? I want to see it. Mm-hmm. It looks good. Yes. Um, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> no, cool. That's that's fine. We, we can leave it there for now. And then, because uh, I'm sure there'll be more trailers and more previews and all that. But, yeah, I just wanted to mention that because, like, I I liked that they played it during the finals. You know, I mean, that, that, that was a smart move. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that, that's like playing a trailer during a Super Bowl, you know, yeah. that, that kind of thing. So, I mean, I, I, I applaud Marvel for that. They, I mean, they've got it figured out. I mean, Marvel can do no wrong at this point. Even, even when the movies aren't the best, they're still pretty darn good. Agreed. And, you know, at some point I'll, I may talk about Wonder Woman more, um, you know, how it really is the course correction movie that DC needed, but I don't want to get into that right now. Um, so, uh, but coming up after the break, uh, because we're, we're now way late at this, <laughs> at this point, um, but after the break, um, Elijah, you're, you're going to play your song for us, right? Yeah, and do you want to remind listeners what the, what the deal with your uh, song is? Like they can go out and download it and all that other fun yeah. stuff. Yeah, from seven to ten p.m. If you go to SoundCloud, you look up uh, Dalibur. I actually will be putting my link on the Twitter page okay, as cool. well. Um, but yeah, if you go to my SoundCloud, mm-hmm. you go to my new single "Liberation," which is there on my SoundCloud. If you click, the, you have two options. You can click download. Or you can also click that shiny-looking buy all button, yeah, and that uh, leads you directly straight to my pre-order on Bandcamp. Nice. Well, that uh, that'll give us something to look forward to um, after the break, and then we'll uh, we'll be back to talk about that briefly, and then then it'll be time for today in geek history, as well as um, an announcement from uh, some of our friends in a local band. Uh, you're not going to want to miss it. This is the Monday Project on eighty nine point nine KGRG FM. If there's a song you want to hear, sorry, I almost I almost miscued you. <laughs> um, if there's a song you want to hear, call us up two five three eight three three five zero zero four, and we'll see about getting your song request on the air. This is Today's Rock. Want some KGRG-FM on the go? Download the KGRG-FM app now and listen wherever and whenever you want. This is Trebbot from Dead Air Hardcore Radio. Have you ever been interested in submitting music to our show or set up an interview with us? Well, we are always looking for new submissions and guests for the show. So send us an email 
to deadair at kgrg.com. And we will get back to you as soon as we can. And always make sure to tune into Dead Air every Thursday night from 10 to midnight. Only here on KGRG FM. Oh, hi. Right now I'm getting a remarkably heartfelt bear hug from Smokey Bear. Thanks, big guy. Now, if you could let me down. <clears throat> See, I made sure there were no low-hanging branches when I set up my campfire. And before we left, I drowned out my campfire, stirred it, drowned it out again, then made sure it was cold. <clears throat> Visit SmokeyBear.com to learn tips to prevent wildfires. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. We are listening to today's rock. We need you to come and join the congregation. We need you to listen in, and we need you to do something. Give us a request. Call us at 253-833-5004. And even better, if you want a say in what we do, you can sign up at Journalism 110 at Green River College. I'm Bella. I'm Ryan. I'm Ethan. We're Locomotives. And you're listening to KGRG 89.9 FM. You're all for today's rock.
pretty good it is. Wow. Guys, that was my song, Liberation. Again, it's coming off of my new EP, the Freedom EP, which will be released next Monday, the 19th. I have some really cool other news with that, but you guys will hear it soon. Again, if you want that track, it will be on SoundCloud. You can download it free tonight uh, for the next hour and a half, so to say. And again, click that little shiny buy all button, and you can not only pre-order the EP that has that song on it, but other songs as well. So yeah, stick around. You're listening to The Monday Project. If you like what you've heard, go to Twitter and follow us at KGRGFM and become one of us. One of us. One of us. One of us. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. I improved my credit score. You're kidding, right? Uh, no. How are we supposed to be the bad boys of electro-synth pop if you're out there being responsible? The band is about to be discovered. This is our year. Uh, yeah, you've been saying that for a while now. You think anyone in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was worried about their credit score? I never really thought that Of we were... course they weren't. Rock stars aren't supposed to think about that kind of stuff. We're supposed to think about how many guitars we've smashed, write aggressively sensitive power ballads, start questionable fashion trends, tragically break up and blame creative differences. All right, all right, just... I thought maybe it was time to take control of my finances, you know? Start using a budget. Get out of debt. Set some goals. A budget? Debt? Set some goals? Listen, I knew that we'd have our creative differences, but I was hoping they'd involve a little more scandal. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. KGRG.com is your online source for today's rock including access to the concert calendar, new music ads, exclusive podcasts, blogs, and more. You can even download the KGRG-FM app right from our site straight to your Apple or Android device. And the screen adjusts automatically, so no more squinting if you're using a phone or a tablet. Check it all out at KGRG.com. Do you or a scout you know need to earn a badge? Let KGRG help. Contact programming at KGRG.com for information on how to schedule an interactive experience with a KGRG personality and a member of KGRG management. Groups will get a behind-the-scenes look of two professionally-run radio stations and learn all about what it takes to be a broadcaster in one of the biggest markets in the country. To sign up your scout troop, contact programming at KGRG.com. That's programming at KGRG.com. Or visit the Contact Us tab on KGRG.com. If you want to listen to today's rock in HD, then stay tuned in to KGRG 89.9 FM. I'm Big E from KGRG, and you're watching Disney Channel. Oh, wait, no. You're listening to The Monday Project. Ooh, wrong episode. KGRG FM Uh, What's up, Mike here with you Along with your technical director Big E from KGRG And uh, intern Desmond is with us as well And our special (coughs) guest Malcolm uh, Joins us as well Wait a minute, wait, so this isn't Radio Disney? (laughs) 
No, it is. <laughs> it is most certainly not. Not when we're when we're coming out of uh, stick to your guns with universal language. And it's so funny because <laughs> only on the Monday project do you hear a song set that begins with your graduation from modern baseball and then followed up by stick uh, uh, stick to your guns by universal language. I mean, we go from like shoegaze to post hardcore in a heartbeat. It's wow. uh, you know the, the musical energy uh, kind of shifts rapidly here on the show uh, but that, that's why everybody tunes in and and speaking of we uh, we had something that we wanted to share with you guys because over the weekend our uh, our homies from these young fools you know um, uh, Michael and Corey and Ryan they um, they made a surprising announcement on their I I I picked this up on their Instagram but I think they've also shared it on their their Facebook and perhaps their their Twitter as well. But let's um let's get that uh, let's get that announcement. Hey guys, we have some very exciting news for you. We're going to be going in a different direction, changing our band name from These Young Fools to Flicker and Fade. And we are currently in the studio working on a three song EP that's going to be called Starfire. So stay tuned for that. You can catch us August twenty third at the Fun House in Seattle, debuting our name Flicker and Fade. So yeah, so a couple things there. One, um, name change. You know, so um, and that's going to be a hard habit for me to break because even as we were talking today, I, I got to start calling them our homies from Flicker and Fade instead of our homies from These Young Fools. True. Um, R.I.P. But I, I remember uh, Michael was talking to me at our uh, pledge drive show, and he was telling me even then that they were. Um, uh, that there was a perhaps a name change in the works. You know, they were kicking around a couple ideas. So that's uh, that's the direction they've gone. So uh, these young fools is no more. Uh, long live uh, uh, flicker and fade. They will be playing a show on. Um, uh, oh man, I don't have it written down. Was it August twenty eighth? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and their new EP uh, will be out on July 21st, and you know we're going to be the first ones to debut that. <laughs> of course. Um, and the music they're working in the background is so cool. Yeah, and it's it's different than uh, than some of the stuff that they've been do- doing as these young fools. So um, it's my understanding that they're going to continue as a three piece. Mm-hmm. That you know Corey is going to be doing more singing. And it's um, yeah, I, I'm I'm really really excited to see uh, what Flicker and Fade has for us uh, in the future. Um, yeah, so I mean it's so you know we hit it off with them as these young fools. Now with Flicker and Fade, we have the opportunity to be on the ground floor of something uh, new and cool, and we get to say that we were there at the beginning. So how so how cool is that, right? Um, so let's uh, so we've got a jam packed show, and as as usual, um, I've uh, you know because of my rampant unchecked rambling, I've um, you know I I can't seem to keep us on time uh, to save my life. But um, before uh, before we get to our next segment, which is today in geek history, uh, why don't we pause for a hot second for uh, station identification? Go ahead and uh, hit next there. Yo, you're listening to KGRGFM, KGRGFM AC1 Auburn. Also broadcasting on K207 AP Sumner Lake Tap 89.3 FM. This is the home of today's rock mother. <laughs> 
Oh, Trevbot. Let's find out what happened today in Geek History. I'm saying G double E K. G double E K. Culture A. G double E K. Culture A dead. This is the Monday Project on 89.9 KGRG FM. It's time to find out what happened today in geek history. Ooh, I'm so excited. I'm excited too. <laughs> Very true. So uh, today in geek history is the uh, segment where I go through the internet and find various uh, various goofy things that happened uh, that happened today in geek history. This Woo. installment for today, June 12th. We begin in the year 1897, where in today in geek history on June 12th, the Swiss Army knife is patented. Uh, beginning in 1891, regular Swiss Army soldiers received a version of the knife containing a thick knife blade, two screwdrivers, a can opener, um, uh, and uh, a tool otherwise known as a punch. Uh, officers will receive Swiss Army knives also, but theirs contains a corkscrew. Uh, we move on to the... Um, 19th century, no, the 20th century, sorry, where in 1906, today in geek history on June 12th, the concept of sound movies is patented. Soundies. You know, we were talking about talkies earlier, and yeah. Uh, we continue, where in 1913, the first animated cartoon is made in the U.S. It's called Dachshund, also known as the Artist Dream. In it, a dog eats sausages... Until it explodes. What? Nice. Nineteen. No. What? How is that nice? It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. That dog. A dog just exploded for eating too many sausages. I can you say that's nice? It's terrible. <laughs> and and did you did you catch that it's a dachshund? So it's a wiener dog that eating. exploded. Man, they they were twisted in 1913. That is. That is very ironic. That is I- ironic and messed. The up. wiener dog couldn't handle the wiener. <laughs> Oh, good lord. <laughs> and with that, we're moving on. Uh, 1928, today in Geek History for June 12th, the first outdoor television transmission is made by John Logie Baird from the roof of his house <coughs> in London. Now, um, uh, those of you that are taking Journalism 150, Introduction to Broadcasting in the Fall, uh, you'll have the opportunity to learn a little more about John Logie Baird because it's, um, it's, a, it's one of our lecture classes for the Broadcast Journalism Program. Uh, you know, our classes uh, stick mostly to radio, but in this Introduction to Broadcasting classes, we, we talk about the, um, uh, the original development of television as well as uh, as well as radio, and this uh, this guy John Logie Baird comes up a couple times, so you get to learn a little more about him uh, when you take Journalism 150. Uh, that's going to be this fall at Green River College. You know, enrollment for fall quarter is open in fall, and classes are filling up fast. So don't miss out your on your opportunity to take that class or do what I did last year. And no, what I did two years ago, I didn't take it in the fall. Had to wait an entire year to take it again. And I just um, 
I just ran into one of our classmates, Chase, uh, today, and he he did the exact same thing. He's going to have to come back in the fall and take uh, uh, introduction to broadcasting because he didn't take it in the fall like he was supposed to. Anyway, we uh, we continue. Oh, uh, more information about that. Go to greenriver.edu or kgrg.com and uh, hit the classes tab. Uh, we move on to 1939, where on Today in Geek History, June 12th, the Baseball Hall of Fame opened in Cooperstown, New York. Ooh. Yeah, first uh, Hall of Fame first opened. So we move on to 1965. No, we're, we're, no, we're not doing that. We're not. Okay, so... Uh, today in geek history, no, no, you hit the right coat. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just making jokes because that show is terrible. Um, in 1965, the Big Bang theory of the creation of the universe is supported by the announcement of the discovery of new celestial bodies known as blue galaxies. Oh my lord! Not to be confused with that wretched television show. Actually, you know, I I watch more Big Bang Theory than I would care to admit, but it's one of those things where like you um when you eat too much and you feel terrible afterwards, like your insides are all aching and you're having all kinds of other uh difficulties. That's how I feel after watching um, a couple episodes back-to-back of The Big Bang Theory. Uh, We move on to 1967, where the Soviet probe uh, Venera 4 is successfully launched on a mission to the planet Venus. Mm. On October 18th, 1967, um, its descent vehicle will enter the Venusian atmosphere, where it will become the first space probe to successfully return data from another planet's atmosphere back in 1967 uh, we move on to um, 1979 where today in geek history on june 12th the gossamer albatross which was an airplane powered solely by human power flies across the english channel cyclist brian allen used a pedaling mechanism now get this so so this is a flying machine that it's basically like it's a bicycle with wings and this dude flew across the English Channel back in 1979. Ooh. Wow. I know, right? That, that, <laughs> I thought that one was just bonkers. I need a bicycle with wings. I'd be on school. I'd be, I'd, you'd I'd be, be on, on time for school. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> you'd be even later. <laughs> <laughs> right, because, yeah, you're still pedaling. And what happened when this dude got tired? I mean, does it just float? I mean, I, I don't. I will fall. I, I have I have many questions. Uh, let's uh, let's move on to 1981. We have a, a couple movies, a couple iconic <laughs> movies that came out today. Um, uh, the first one, MGM released the film Clash of the Titans, the original, uh, directed by Desmond Davis, not intern Desmond Davis, um, <laughs> and starring Lawrence Olivier, Harry Hamlin, Maggie Smith, and Ursula Andress. To uh, it's released in U.S. theaters. The family the the fantasy film is based on the myth of Perseus. The widely acclaimed film makes extensive use of stop motion animation for many of its monsters. Produced on a budget of $15 million, the film will be the 11th highest grossing film of the year, ultimately gro- grossing over $41 million domestically. Um, let's, uh, let's hear some of that trailer. MGM presents Clash of the Titans. 
Join the warrior Perseus on his odyssey through a magical world of wonders. Meet Andromeda, the princess he loves. Pegasus, his magnificent winged stallion. Upo, the mechanical owl. The evil Calabos. Medusa, the Stygian witches. And the most terrifying monster of all. Clash of the Titans. Rated PG. Now playing at a theater near you. Check newspaper for feature times. Check newspaper for feature times. That's awesome. Shout out to 1981. Um, this movie is not great, but it has that. This is the origin of that that iconic line, "Release the Kraken." That that's where that came from. Was this a 1981 Clash of the Titans movie? And in a time before uh, CGI and fancy special effects, yeah, all of all of the special effects were all um, uh, stop motion animation. So like anytime like a monster moved, they like you know had to had to move it and then film it and then move it and then film it, and it was a, it was a very tedious wow. process. So I mean like the 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 effects look pretty cool, mm-hmm. um, actually you know uh, uh, for their time. Um, uh, but let's move on to what is very probably one of the most uh, uh, classic movies, if not, you know, the classic movie in its own right, certainly introducing us to one of cinema's most famous heroes. No, not that one. Arnold the other one. <laughs> he comes later. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I guess I should have read that out loud. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, please. My mistake. No. Creators of Jaws and Star Wars bring you Indiana Jones, a totally modern hero. Trust me. And the new age of adventure, from the jungles of Peru to the streets of Cairo, from the greed of the pharaohs to the wrath of God. Raiders of the Lost Ark, with PG, opens June 12th at a theater near you. Check local newspapers. Dude, I gotta stock up on these local newspapers. That's apparently where you can get movie times. Uh, but yeah, no, Indiana Jones, one of the you know uh, uh, great cinematic heroes. Um, I don't know about you guys, but for me, Raiders of the Lost Ark, not my favorite Indiana Jones movie. Mm-hmm. Um, what uh, what say you guys? You um, how how do you like your Isn't Indiana the, Jones? Is that the is that the movie where the dude has the scimitar and he's like throwing it around? And yes. I love that scene. That and and do you do you know the story behind that scene? There's a story behind it? Oh yeah, so what happened was is, is the scene was originally supposed to be oh, I'm sorry, Malcolm, do you know that? Oh, I was I was going to say isn't that the one where well where where uh, he pulls out his gun and yeah. then shoots a guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so okay. so what happened was is this um uh, it was supposed to be a very elaborate fight scene where this dude is swinging the scimitar and Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones, you know, gets into like this uh, you know, very elaborate, well choreographed fight with him and there's sword fights and gunplay and all this other stuff. But what happened was on the day that they were going to film that scene, Harrison Ford woke up with a little bit of a tummy ache. Like he he got some like food poisoning and was just like he was like super sick. So basically what they did was they rewrote the scene to where instead of engaging in this elaborate fight scene, he just shoots him. And so like that, if you go back and watch the scene, maybe we can find a clip clip of it and uh, tweet it out uh, for you guys to check out. But basically what happens is like he has this disinterested look on his face. This dude does like all these sword flourishes and he just pulls out his gun and just shoots him and then walks away. And it is one of I agree with you, Elijah. It's probably one of the coolest 
scenes in a in in an action movie and it was it was not written that way it was again meant to be an elaborate fight scene well, I like it better that way, anyways. No, it's yeah. I mean, it, it's one of those things where it just it just happened by accident, all because uh, Harrison Ford had had tummy trouble. Um, let's move on to a couple years later, where in 1987 we go to an action hero of a different kind. Uh, 20th Century Fox releases the science fiction action film Predator, uh, directed by John McTiernan and starring. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, uh, Bill Duke, Jesse the Body Ventura, Kevin Peter Hall, as well as a couple other folks, uh, produced on a budget of $18 million. It would gross $12 million in its opening weekend alone. And I know we, uh, we've got a vintage trailer for that because we just heard a little bit of it a second ago. But yeah, let's, let's roll that. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Knock, knock. Versus... The Predator. Predator. Rated R. The Battle of the Century starts Friday, June 12th. Awesome. I guess you don't have to check your local newspaper for uh, for movie times. <laughs> I love Predator. It. I don't know if it's my favorite Arnold movie, but it's probably uh, top five, maybe even top three. Um, cause like I, I will, I would go T2 is my number one Terminator 2 judgment day. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I'd probably go predator because of like, you know, this is Arnold at the height of his powers. You know, it's, you've got all the one liners, you know, stick around, knock, knock, <laughs> uh, go on, kill me. And, and of course, you know, get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. I can't do his voice. I'm, I still, I. I'm too loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nobody can do his voice. It's, 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 yeah. I mean, the internet is littered with terrible, terrible Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions. Um, but anyway, yeah, no, uh, Predator, always a favorite of mine. We, uh, we continue. Got a couple more here for you before we move on. Woohoo. Um, in 1991, today in geek history, the Chicago Bulls won their first NBA championship. The Bulls beat the Los Angeles Lakers four games to one. Oh, yeah. Today in Geek History on uh, June 12th. Um, let's see. So, oh, in uh, 2001, this is <laughs> 2001, today in Geek History, June 12th, the U.S. cable TV network TNT airs the first episode of its two season run of the Witchblade TV series. The last of the 22. The last of the 24 episodes is aired uh, later in August in 2002. The series is based on the Top Cow comic book series of the same name. And here's a vintage clip from that. New York City, November 11th, 2000. In the city that never sleeps, Detective Sarah Pazzini prowls the darkness. Sometimes I feel like I'm losing my mind. Hunting the most powerful man in the underworld. When I have a problem, I take care of it. Legendary hitman, never been caught. One of the smartest, hardest bad guys in the city. Gallo just killed one of my best friends. You can't prove that. Yes, I can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. A chance encounter with an ancient artifact will unleash the rage within her and reveal her destiny. Oh, man. Based on the best-selling comic book, TNT. 
TNT presents the story of a woman who started out a warrior and became a superhero. Fortune is like a woman. She favors the bold. Don't miss Yancey Butler in a world premiere TNT original, Witchblade. Premiering Sunday, August 27th at 8, only on TNT. What the hell are you? Justice. Wow. Oh, man. So, you know, we, we live in a very special time in geek culture. You know, we, uh, we get, like, good comic book movies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, uh, we just got a pretty decent Wonder Woman movie. But it wasn't always like that. We used to have shoveled garbage like Witchblade. Ooh. Now, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Witchblade comic book series, but it's it's one of those comics from the 90s and basically um, features a character that is essentially naked yeah. except for <laughs> like the, this armored ancient glove that forms a scantily clad armor around her jiggly bits. Yeah. And that's about it. <laughs> It's, it's it's something else. So the TV show, yeah, not that. Um, yeah, that that would that would be pretty awkward because I mean, um, you know, I mean, yeah, it was the '90s, so everything was like you know, uh, uh, big hips and and narrow uh, narrow waist and and really 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 top heavy and uh, and so yeah, basically this was a ill fated TV show. Based upon a best-selling question mark uh, comic book. Actually, you know what? I bought a bunch of Witchblade comics back in the day. I, I this was a series <laughs> I used to follow back in the '90s, so I can't throw too many stones. But this show, pretty terrible. And so yeah, so basically, like the first episode aired on June 12th, and then like they stitched a couple few episodes together and aired it as a TV movie in August, which is uh, uh, the trailer we just heard for. But again, it's like, you know, um, I, I sometimes you know being an older guy, I kind of get on my soapbox a little bit, and this is one of those things, you know, because like people have kind of um, had some criticisms and complained about the Wonder Woman movie a little bit, Wonder or Woman. or even like you know some of the the other movies we have. Like, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and, you know, um, uh, some of the others. And it's like, you know what? We, we It's easy for us to take for granted how good, even, even when they're not the best, how good comic book movies are. Because, again, there was a time, and not all that long ago, this was only 2001, so less than 20 years ago, we had garbage like Witchblade. Uh, so moving on to uh, 2009, uh, U.S. television stations complete their transition from analog to digital television. I remember that was like a thing where it's like, oh, did you get your digital transmitter? And oh, your rabbit ears aren't going to work anymore. Uh, ask your grandparents what rabbit ears are and what antennas are. It's <laughs> anyway. So yeah. So um, but all the way back in 2009. I mean, I mean, this was almost 10 years ago. And finally. In uh, Today in Geek History, I have one more um, uh, movie preview for it, and it's uh, we're, we're going to take a trip to Dinotown. Why don't you go ahead and roll that clip? Okay, folks, she's a little shy, so give her a hand when she comes out. Welcome to Jurassic World. It's like taking a stroll through the woods 65 million years ago. Stand down, girl. Good. We have a new attraction. She was designed to be bigger than the T-Rex. Probably not a good idea. 
Something's wrong. They're communicating. We're talking about an animal here. A highly intelligent animal. Everyone remain calm. We're safe in here, right? Oh, man. So, yeah, Jurassic World came out today in geek history on June 12th. And, yeah, dreamy Chris Pratt is dreamy. He is, like, <laughs> he is like extra bay in this movie, too. He's all, like, you know, still Star-Lord swole and all greasy and whatnot. Hey, it's Pride Month. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to be inclusive and 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 whatnot. No, I, uh, I like Jurassic World. I, I like it okay. And it's, it's funny because I've gotten into an argument with somebody before about, you know, like, um, uh, oh man, th- this is a whole thing. But basically, like saying that Jurassic World is a better reboot than Star Wars: The Force Awakens. And I don't know if I agree with that. I, and actually, what what where the argument comes from is that their criticism of Force Awakens is that it's a remake. Basically, it's a remake of um, A New Hope. And I don't disagree with that, actually. I like Force Awakens a lot, but I know what it is. Um, but I feel the same way about Jurassic World. It's basically Jurassic Park, just with... You know, with with dreamy Chris Pratt and uh, and and what's her nuts running around in high heels in the swamp, but I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's the same movie though. And yeah, I uh, I again, I've gotten into some arguments about that. It's like, no, it's not because like this and this and this and this and is different. I'm like, yeah, but it's kind of the same thing with Force Awakens, isn't it? Well. So, yeah, that's it's a funny thing when when you get dragged into arguments about movies. Right. You know, it's like it's like nobody ever really wins because you know what? It's all fiction. None of it happened. None of it really happened. It doesn't matter. But anyway, so that that is what happened today in geek history for June 12th Mm -hmm. Uh, coming up after the break. I think it's time. Uh, finally, uh, he's been ever so patient. Uh, we, I think, I think we need to get Malcolm in on uh, one of our uh, convos here and talk about what's uh, what's going to happen next week. So um, we're uh, we're coming up towards the end of the show. We still have a couple segments left, but if uh, if there's any song requests you want to hear, give us a call at two five three eight three three five zero zero four, or you can tweet us at Monday Project eighty nine or at KGRG FM will take your song request that way. Um, and that's it. Um, you're listening to The Monday Project. We will be right back. Stick around. Need school credits? Want street cred? Register for Journalism 110 at Green River College to join KGRG FM. Your mom goes to college. Go to KGRG.com or GreenRiver.edu for more information. You know what would make this day even better? Another drink? Um, or maybe some music? How about Uncommon Chords? Is that a new cocktail? No, Luke. It's a radio show on KGRG. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. It's a mix of indie rock, emo, and post-punk. It's on every Thursday from 7 to 10 p.m. Cause all your friends are shy. Give 
nothing better than uncommon chords and the beach. Come alive with the forest. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a forest near you. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Incubus is returning to Seattle. August 19th at the White River Amphitheater. With special guest Jimmy Eat World. And Judah and the Lion. Incubus celebrating their new album, 8. KGRG will have your tickets. Go to KGRG.com for more details. Hey, this is Austin Getz from Turnover. You're listening to 89.9 KGRG. This is The Monday Project on 89.9 KGRG-FM. And it's time to zip up your jammies, put on your pink bunny slippers, and get out the ice cream because this is The Slumber Party. Can we turn our beds into bunk beds? The best gab game on the radio, The Slumber Party Box of Questions is full of cards to create great... (laughs) Sorry, make that LOL conversations. Guaranteed to make each guest the talk of the party. Why are you guys so sweaty? Get the 411 on all your BFFs. Hey, I never asked you. Yeah. You like guacamole? So get ready for super fun questions that'll keep your party from being a snore. Welcome to the Slumber Party. This is the funnest night ever. <laughs> this is so scary. I love Step Brothers. Yeah. True. It's such a good movie. I've seen that movie over and over again. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's great. Uh, you're listening to 89.9 KGRG FM, and this is indeed the Monday Project. My name is Mike. That was our special guest, Malcolm, that you just heard from. Hello. Uh, we're also joined by intern Desmond. Yo, yo, yo. As well as your technical director, <laughs> Big E from KGRG, Airhorn Elijah. What's good? Well, what's good is we're, uh, we thought since, you know, uh, we have a guest mm-hmm. and we thought it would be fun to bust out some of these uh, slumber party questions. Now, Malcolm, have you played the slumber party before with us? No, I have not. Okay. So <laughs> could, you, could you describe the cards that you have in your hand to choose uh, some questions to get the 411 on your BFFs about? I, I don't know. <laughs> Well, what color are they? Oh, mine are pink. Okay. What what do they got on the back of them besides um, bunny slippers? There you go. Pink bunny slippers. Yeah. Pink bunny it's slippers. A sleepover. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Now, now you're getting it. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go around the room. Uh, depending upon time, we may go two rounds or we may just do one. It just kind of depends upon how the the conversations go. Mm-hmm. So I'd say let's. Um, um, Elijah, you ready to kick us off? Yeah, so uh, I'm asking Desmond? Yes. All right, cool. Ooh. <laughs> this. Yeah, I'm going to just go for it. There you Which go. Which cartoon character do you think you resemble? Oh, man. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, cartoon characters? Yeah. Mm, I don't. <laughs> Well, to make it easier, you you can pick like a movie character or or whatever, just or maybe like a favorite video game because you like to watch a lot of video game streams and yeah, all that other yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, um, I would say 
I don't know. Um, have you ever watched Doraemon? No. It's a Japanese movie sure. and uh, not movie, cartoon, and it is a cat, blue cat, and oh. he's a machine cat. Oh, that does yeah. sound familiar. And he has a pocket in front of his stomach, and he can get a lot of items that is very useful for people to use. Sure. And I am one of his um maybe friend. Okay. Um, always wear. I don't know his name. I'm okay. sorry about that. That's but okay. Always wear a yellow shirt, and he's always fell in his class. And I think I'm, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm that guy that I always fell my class when I was in high school. Aww. Yeah, that's why I'm, I came here for study. Ah, <laughs> that's I why I came aboard. Um, but I understand. Anyway, I yeah, I think I'm kind of. I always make some silly mistakes and in the exams, so I think that okay. represents me. All right. Yes. Well, we move on. So you have a question for me then. Yeah. Um, what is the funniest story you know about yourself as a baby? Ooh, that's a wow. Um, I I think I one of the stories I've told before because I think I've been asked that question before. I um I've told a story once about how like when I learned how to walk, my parents had me in well like the, it was like a, a jumper type thing. It was like a a, a round disc that basically I could sit in and it had wheels. So like, as I was learning to walk, I can push myself around Mm -hmm. and be relatively safe, you know, as I, you know, begin to toddle and things like that. But the thing with this now, I don't, uh, you know, I, I would imagine back when I was growing up and w- was a baby that like, you know, what you get is what you get and you don't have things like size adjustments and things like that. You know, like car seats, they were like, you know, one size fits whatever. And you're uh, you're on your own, you know, as you're taking a trip to the asbestos elementary school and, you know, going to go to the dentist and get mercury uh, uh, shot into your teeth. I mean, like, you know, you kids had it easy. We were poisoned. Uh, but anyway, with this this uh, um round walker thing that I had um it was uh it was a little too tall Mm -hmm. so like my feet never really kind of firmly planted on the ground as I was learning to walk and to this day like if you watch me like uh walking around the KGRG studio here if I if I don't concentrate on it I walk on my toes um, I mean, like to this day, still, like if if I'm not, if I don't pay close enough attention to it, I'll, I I walk on my toes just kind of naturally. Mm-hmm. I used to actually have that problem when I was growing up mm-hmm. for for no reason. I would just walk on my toes everywhere. Yeah, and they actually that's probably why I have so much foot issues right now. But sure, yeah, yeah. it's crazy to think about that. Yeah, and I remember like when I was in elementary school that like I hadn't, you know, I hadn't really learned to break myself of it. So like when I would run in gym class, I would run on my toes. And I was actually pretty darn quick. But then it would just like, you know, I, you know, obviously, you know, I got made fun of and, you know, and all that. It, you know, not to mention all the like uh, you know, concerns that go with it. But I um um I, I I have a different story also that this one's much quicker. I came across a picture recently um, that I hadn't seen. I I don't know how long it had been. It was just, it's very simple. Just a picture of uh, uh, me and my uh, great grandmother who hasn't been with us for, oh my gosh, uh, over 30 years at this point. Um, Basically, I'm sitting on her lap. I'm a baby. And basically, I am, my entire face and hands is covered in barbecue sauce as I'm like eating like this rib that's as big as my arm. (laughs) And so I I came across that recently and it was just, uh, 
And it's like that, that was pretty sweet. I yeah, I, I felt pretty, pretty good. I felt pretty good about mm-hmm. that. So I, not necessarily a story, but just yeah, just kind of like a cool moment from when uh, Mike was a baby. He wasn't always a grump. So let's uh, let's move on. So Malcolm, yes, I have a question for you. All right, what song would be the perfect theme song to your life? <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> the perfect theme song to my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I would play it. It's I. I have a couple. You can have a few because, like, what I found is, like, you know, there's a uh, song that, you know, is great when I'm in this mood or when I'm in that mood or, you know, like, you know, a pump up jam or, you know, or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, it, it may not be just, you know. I don't know. Like, let's say you you were you were making your own radio show or something, and like you had, or a TV show, and you had a um, theme song to it. Mm. I'm I'm totally leading the witness here. I'm just trying to help him talk. Faster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not sure actually. I mean, I have a couple, but I, I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. If, I don't know. You suck at this game. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, that was needlessly judgy. I apologize. It's fine. Roast. Yeah, exactly. Savage. <laughs> Dude, the salt is real. I'll pass you the salt next. Savage. Okay. I guess I guess <laughs> I guess Salvage. I guess my answer would be like a childish Gambino song. Oh, there you go. Yes. Can't go wrong with that. No. Dude, I saw him in the Spider Man homecoming trailer. What? Right? I, it was. It, it's in the newest one, and yeah. I think it was the one that Intern Desmond was talking about. I just, I about threw my popcorn. I'm like, what? <laughs> well, because you know, there there were rumors for the longest time that they wanted Donald Glover to be Spider Man. Uh, the Miles Morales, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, and and I, oh, dude, I, I, he's he's getting a little older at this point. Yeah. But you know, like when the rumors were first still coming around it's like i'd have been all on board for that so yeah so i do, i don't know what his role in the movie is but i saw that i'm like i see what you did there um <laughs> so i uh it, it does give me a reason to watch that movie because yeah. i mm-hmm. i uh, i i do like some childish gambino and and community was one of my favorite shows and hey. yeah and yeah donald glover's the best he's he's awesome um, so anyway, so yeah, so let's uh, let's move on to our no. next question. Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> Malcolm Hassan asked the question yeah, to Elijah. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, no, we're oh, good. We're oh, good. Oh, 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 <laughs> it's okay. No, you're fine. You're I thought you were agreeing to this. <laughs> that was, no, he will ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I ruined the moment. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you did. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. What you have question. <laughs> Elijah. What's good? Um, Turkey's good. I like turkey. <laughs> anyway, if you were a superhero, what superpowers would you like to have and what would your costume look like? Okay, I've been thinking about this my whole life. <laughs> wow, that was a really enthusiastic <laughs> answer. Okay, okay. So there's two superpowers that I've always wanted. Okay, uh-huh. Two superpowers I've always wanted. The yeah. first one. I can't remember what the guy's name is. He actually plays a villain, uh, a villain. But um, the guy in that one, um, X Men movie, the one okay. who like can absorb energy. Bishop. I think I don't. I don't remember. It's the one who like the, he throws a grenade and he's like, "Psych." Is is he is he? No, never mind. No. Psych. Um, I was trying to remember if that was it's, Bishop or. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it should Well, be. because Bishop is the dude that can, like, absorb kinetic energy and then shoot it back. Yeah, like, you know, he, he has, like, a gun and stuff. He could shoot oh, it through a mind. gun. Never mind. Well, you might be thinking of Havoc, a, maybe? A circle in his on his chest? Yeah, from, like, X-Men First Class? I don't remember. Where, you know, blonde kid? No, it was, like, this weird, like, middle-aged-looking guy. Was he? Um, did he have dreadlocks? I can't I have to look at okay. it again. Interesting. But, yeah, I, I want, I, I'm going to feel dumb once we all figure it out because I'm, I'm little, usually good on this stuff. That but. sounds a lot like Bishop, though. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I, I just, I just, I've always loved the power of energy absorption yeah. and to be able to use that and like throw it against people. Oh, you, like you mean Gambit? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, I just thought about that. I it don't know Gambit. news. Yeah, Gambit would be pretty dope, too. Just not in that X Men Origins Wolverine movie. You can keep that ish. <laughs> um, but anyway, so. But, yeah. It's been that, and um, and well, here's the problem though. I'm thinking of Peter Pacelli from Heroes. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. But the problem is, I don't know if other people have superpowers. In which case, if no one else has the superpower, oh. that power is just there's no point. Yeah. Well, yeah, because his thing was he would take on the powers of people he was around. Yeah. Now, did he just have to be around them, or did he have to, like, touch them or something? No, he has to be around them. Siler is the one who had to touch them. Okay, that, that's that right. Was, wait, it's, wait. It's been a while. It's been a while since, <laughs> I, since I've watched me some heroes. Uh, okay. Yeah. That first season was really, really good, but after that, whoo we Wait, Peter Peter Petrelli or or his brother oh his brother's flies never Yeah, did. yeah. Nathan flew. Yeah. Yep. Up until he didn't, R.I.P. Um, <laughs> oh, you spoiled it. I didn't even see it. Oh, oh spoiler oh, alert for a ten year old so show. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and when it comes to like a costume. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That's the thing. I wouldn't mm. even wear a costume because Whoa. I would blend in. <gasps> I wouldn't use my powers during the daytime. Yeah. What about what about the costume I made for you in that video game? No. No. Oh, that's oh, that's me. I worked oh, really wait. hard. Oh wait. Oh wait. Never costume. mind. Never mind. Never mind. I remember now. I I was thinking more of that one really bad Marvel game that they put out where you can be like a superhero. Oh yeah. yeah. That game was really bad, and Which the costumes one? were really really bad. Which one was that? It's it's just a really bad Marvel. Yeah, game. I I, oh. I know which one you're talking about. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't Ultimate Alliance. It was no. Uh, but it was it supposed was... to be like an X Men type of thing, mm-hmm. but oh, it was really bad. Is it X Men Destiny? Maybe could be. It was yeah. X Men Trash. That I that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But yeah, I thought you were talking about that for a second. You're talking about um, the Soul Caliber yeah, Five. That would be. I would rock that, especially yes. with those swords. I would slish slash everybody. <laughs> yes. I think you need to post the picture on. On Twitter. something, yeah, yeah right? Twitter or your, or your Instagram, <laughs> which is suddenly lit AF. Oh my gosh, <laughs> man! Oh my gosh, let's not even talk it's about that. Blowed up, it's huge. Yeah, it's I'll, I'll take a picture of it when I get home, and then I'll like put it online somewhere. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right. So, so I can't resist. I know that we're uh, we're up against our next break, but I I think let's turn this table around and let's go one more round. Go the other direction. Wait, okay. wait, yeah, yeah. wait, what do you think, Mister Technical Director? Sure. I, got, right. I there was one that I really wanted to ask Malcolm. Uh huh. So oh, where did I put it? I don't know. Okay. Ask me anything. Okay. Okay. How are you and your BFF similar, and how are you different? <laughs> Next question. No. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> wow. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. President Malcolm. <laughs> no. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Pass the Cheetos. This is huge. <laughs> All right. Huge. Um, wait, okay. 
I, can you repeat the second half of the question? Like, How are you different? Okay, okay. Um, we're similar because we we like the same things and we're friends with some of the same people and and we act the same sort of. But you're more. Uh, I don't know what the word is. Oh um, man, it's getting real. <laughs> it's getting real in the slumber party. I can't think of the word. I, okay. But we're different because you're taller than me, okay? Barely. You're, what do you mean? You're like Barely. 10 foot 19. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. 95% of the world thinks differently. <laughs> Probably. I was, I was, right. I know, I'm sorry. Uh, no, but. You tried. We, I know, I tried. So Malcolm, you have a, you have a question for me? Yes, I do. Um. All right. All right. Mike. Yes, sir. Question. <laughs> what movie can you watch over and over without getting bored with it? Easy. Um, I am gonna go with my unironic favorite movie of all time, 1986's animated The Transformers: Colon the Movie. It's best movie ever. That you you can keep all that Michael Bay stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and and you if you if you ever want to know what makes Mike triggered, yeah, let's yeah, we could talk about them Michael Bay movies. <laughs> and and I've uh but no, like um uh Transformers the movie was the first movie I saw in theaters by myself. Mm-hmm. And for some reason it's always just had that nostalgia place for me. I I own at least 5 different copies of it. Like I have like, you know, like three DVDs, a new Blu-ray that just came out and then like a, like a VHS or something like that. So, I mean, I, and, and the cool part about it, and you said, you know, you could watch it over and over without getting bored of it. It's short. It, it is 87 minutes. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, I mean, you, I, I've joked whenever, whenever any one of the new Michael Bay movies comes out that you could watch. Uh, 1986's Transformers the movie at least twice, if not three times, in the same time that one of those uh, uh, Michael Bay movies are, and they keep getting longer. Uh, one of one of my favorite podcasts called We Hate Movies is doing a Transformers a thon where they they talked about the 2007 movie last week. They're talking about Revenge of the Fallen this week, and and that's the thing that they've talked about is that each movie keeps getting incrementally longer to where I'm sure that this this new trash heap uh, the 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 last night or whatever that's probably going to be real close to three hours, and oh. I just I can't. Yeah. I can't. Uh but anyway, yeah, no. Um uh nothing nothing like um uh cheesy eighties prog rock and uh uh giant robots that change into cars and planes and tanks and stuff. It's it's great. I uh I love that movie. Yeah, it looks like a good I haven't really seen it, but it looks like a good movie. I I would like to watch that one day. You should watch it. It's is 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 not bad. Um, so yeah, so we'll leave that one there for now. And I have a question for intern Desmond. Intern Desmond. Yeah. If you could be a princess, an undercover spy, or the president, which would you choose and why? Oh, <laughs> that's the question. I got it at the f- in the first class of one tenth. Is it really? Yeah. And oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. And I will choose the president. 
I remember that yeah. now. <laughs> because I asked you this question, yeah. right? <laughs> oh my gosh. So we uh, we talked um, in a couple few segments ago about the end of the quarter ritual for Journalism 110. Well, at the beginning of the quarter, veteran DJs come into class with this same slumber party box of questions. And it's kind of like a good icebreaker for the new students. Um, and it's... Uh, Wow, I really did not realize and that. And the I, same guy asked me the same question and got the same answer. That's <laughs> wild. That is so wild. Okay, well let's. Uh, you know, time is running short, so uh-huh. I won't pull a new question for you. Um, but you, uh, you have a question for Airhorn Elijah. Yeah. Did you believe in ghosts? Why or why not? <laughs> why? <laughs> why? Why? There, I have to tell you a story okay. afterwards mm-hmm. why I don't like this question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ooh. I, 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 I can change one. Do you want nah, to nah. It's all good. Um, I might know the story. I, I, I'll, I'll, here, here's the way I look at it. Um, <laughs> when I grew up in church or whatnot, yeah. we were taught that you know, like people have spirits. You know, of they course. have souls and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So in those regards, yes, I do believe in ghosts. Um, I also I don't really believe in the whole, you know, Casper the ghost or, you know, like right. ghosts are there to eat your soul and stuff like that. <laughs> sure, sure. I don't believe in all that, but yeah. I do believe that there is maybe some kind of spiritual realm. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. That's just kind of the way I was taught. Well, slightly. Well, and, and there's a difference between spirituality and cartoon ghosts. Yep. You know, g g g ghost. And yeah, yeah so no, I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. So yeah, that's kind of, that's how I look at it. But yeah, I will tell you when we're off the air why I, why that question. <laughs> I, I, I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah. To that. Shout out to Vanessa. Yeah. Oh, man. And so, yeah, so we made it all the way back around, right? Yes. Hooray! All right, very cool. So uh, we have um, we have one more segment. Um, so if uh, there's still time, if there is a song you want to hear, give us a call, 253-833-5004. And I haven't looked at the Twitter for uh, the last it. couple minutes. Um, you know, see if uh, Cool Guy Luke is awake and if there's yeah, something... He- he had something. I'm, I'm already on it. Oh, man. I was looking at it. <laughs> like like a half hour ago. <laughs> I, I'm, oh, I'm no. looking for it. Oh. No, no, no promises. Oh, cool, for it. cool guy, Luke. All right. Yeah, we, we'll we'll play. Um, oh, we have it. Yeah, we'll play uh, uh, Grass Stains by Microwave. Uh, we will, we'll have that after the break. Cool. Um, so, yeah, play that after the break, and then we will be right back to close out the show um, with uh, with shout-outs. And you're listening to The Monday Project on 89.9 KGRG-FM. Hey, this is Nick from Knuckle Puck, and you're listening to KGRG-89.9-FM. Hey, America, we need to have a little talk. We've got more food than we know what to do with in this country, yet 17 million kids in America are struggling with hunger. Makes no sense. Luckily, the Feeding America Nationwide Network of Food Banks has volunteers gathering excess food and getting it to hungry kids. They're kind of like food angels. Hey, become a food angel yourself by supporting Feeding America in your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. We can't do it without your help. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hello, computer. Hello, cork. Play the Buzz Morning Show. I'm sorry, Cork. I'm afraid I can't do that. Why not? Because I'm not a radio. That's no problem. 
The Buzz is live every Wednesday through Friday morning, pretty much anywhere you can stream your favorite radio stations like TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and even KJRG.com. And while you're listening on your computer, you can even interact with the show live by searching at the Buzz KGRG on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. It's Tuesday night, you dumb Oh, well, would you look at that? Yeah, um... Just play some of the past episodes from the Buzz page. It's on the Shows tab on KGRG.com. Why would you want to? Because you get to listen back to parts you might have missed, like our six-pack, geeky news, and we even have some really cool interviews on there. Cork is just some idiot they left behind the microphone. Listen to Adanica on the Buzz Morning Show, Wednesday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on 89.9 KGRG-FM. Radio is defined theater of mind. You should sign up for Journalism 110 so we can talk about things you're passionate about. My snacks, my friends, and a beer. will help develop your voice into something people want to listen to. The voice just became something of a, of a development over years and I went to school for it. Register now at greenriver.edu. I love radio. Hey, what's up everybody? I'm Mike Herrera from MHPX. You're listening to KGRG 89.9. The Real Art Tacoma concert calendar for the week of June 12th, sponsored by Real Art Tacoma. On Thursday, June 15th, it is Open Mic Slam Poetry, hosted by Alex and Coley every third Thursday. Sign-ups start at 6.30 p.m. Um, If you're going to show up, make sure and have one to three poems prepared, five minutes max. A suggested donation is $5, and it is always all ages. Sunday, June 12th, it's Adult Mom from New York along with Free Cake for Every Creature, uh, that band out of Pennsylvania, along with Gender Wizard and Moody. And that was the Real Art Tacoma calendar for the week of June 12th. For more information about these shows and more, check out realarttacoma.com. You're listening to Today's Rock on 89.9 KGRG-FM, and this has been The Monday Project. My name is Mike, along with your technical director, Big E from KGRG, Airhorn Elijah. Um, Our special guest, Malcolm, joins us as well. Whoop, whoop. And intern Desmond is here with us as well. Woo! You know, I feel bad because I didn't. I didn't woo. So maybe I should woo. Can we Mr. start over? Monday night. <laughs> there you go. My name is Mike. Woo. Uh, Horn Elijah. <laughs> oh man. Special guest Malcolm. Yo. <laughs> oh, we're just waiting on you. Just waiting on you. Who me? No, <laughs> it's good. Oh man, I I tell you what, guys, this has been a really fun show and. <laughs> I'm bummed it's almost over. It's almost over. But um, but before we get out of here, actually, um, do we want to do shout outs first before we tease? Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's do, do that. that. I, I guess I should have thought of that before. Uh, you know, I'm just going to stay on my script. <laughs> but before we get out of here, we'd like to close out the night in our traditional fashion with some shout outs. Can I do it? What? Sure. It. What? Okay. Are you got it? All right. All right. All right. <clears throat> Shout it, shout it, shout it out loud. Turn, Turn it up, up louder. 
Oh wow! That oh, wow! That was not us at all. No, no, that was. Yeah, we uh, sounded. We sounded just like the guys who sang that song. Yep. Sounded exactly just like. like. That's amazing. Yes. Yes. So um, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'd like to thank you all for listening tonight because without our listeners, we'd just be talking to ourselves, and that's just uncomfortable. Really. Um, intern Desmond. Yay! Why don't you start us off? Sure. Um, I will do a shout out for our um choir, jazz both jazz choir and concert choir students, and our instructor Kelly, and mm-hmm. she taught us how to sing, obviously, and nice. she did a pretty good job for it, and we had a pretty good show, and then I will shout out for the whole KGLG, yeah, for giving me a wonderful quarter. <laughs> yeah, spring quarter for this quarter, mm-hmm. um, for this three months, and I had a pretty good um, time yeah. here. Yeah, and I hope I will still be here for a while. <laughs> and thank you, and I will also wait a second. Uh-oh, <laughs> oh. uh-oh, here we go. I, I think some feels are coming. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just forgot what should I say, and... I think that is so. Oh, and because I'm not well, I shouldn't say this. And Uh-oh. thank you for our. <laughs> thank for my, you for being a friend. <laughs> for my science instructor. Yeah, sure. Um, he she taught us pretty well, and hope her mother will get well soon because her mother has a heart problem. Heart, heart troubles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. A- yeah, hope she will get well soon. And I think that's all for me from this week. Okay, sounds great. We move on to Airhorn Elijah. What uh, what's good? <laughs> for real? <laughs> hey, that's great. <laughs> Go Warriors! That was, <laughs> that was- that was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. That was, that was some good technical engineering. We have had that problem. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. See, planning ahead, preparing, and executing. <laughs> Man, you guys are becoming uh, between Airhorn Elijah and Intern Desmond. You guys are you guys are becoming quite little broadcasters. It's uh, it uh, it gives me the feels, man. We're a dynamic mm. duo. We're we're in the win. Also, this microphone reeks. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm like, oh, this smells like uh, college kids have been talking into it all quarter. Right. Yeah, the Warriors officially win their second NBA championship in uh, three years. Mm-hmm. Um, goodbye, LeBron. L is for LeBron James, oh, as man. in loss, as in they lost, as in loser. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. I don't like LeBron James too much Neither. personally. Neither. He's a great player. He's one sure. of the greatest of all time. I just don't like him as a person. <laughs> you sound like how I sound when I go off about Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It it's it's the same thing. It's right? just like no, he's great, but ooh, ooh, that guy, ooh, that guy. My ooh. favorite moment was um because I was peering at it between the uh between the breaks when we weren't on yeah. the air. That's the only time. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. No, um, as I was watching it, uh, Steph Curry is taking on three different players, and you know he's just shooting out there just because he knows the game's over. And three different players are on him. He goes crossover, step back, 
shoots a three from at least like thirty feet splash. And you knew <laughs> that the game was over at that yeah. point. Yeah, it was just it was just over at that so, point. Yeah. Sparkle. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to Steph Curry, the Warriors. I'm really happy about that. Um, good job, KD, getting MVP and all that. Thank you. Anyways, back to uh, relevant news, <laughs> things that actually do make a difference in my life. Um, I just want to <laughs> give a shout out to uh, Bryce. Yeah, for winning those tickets. That's yes. cool, man. Keep calling in. Um, just that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good job, Bryce. Um, over to the uh, to the music side. Yeah. Um, as it stands. I had to recheck the stats, but I think I already have three downloads on my song that was uh, released tonight. Wow! So cool. that makes me feel awesome. You go, girl. Um, and someone really generously, um, on my pre-order, you c- the this the EP itself is three dollars. Okay, but sure. it gives you the option to give more if you want. Oh, nice! Someone bought my EP for five dollars. Wow! So cool. That I was like, I saw that, and I was just like, "Wow, that that's really awesome." That's nice. Um. So yeah, thank you to who that person was. I haven't. I don't really get to see who buys it. I just get to see that someone buy it. Gotcha. So thank you to that. Um. And maybe I need just to check my email and see that. And then on the uh, Twitter side, actually. Yeah. Um. Prize fighters, they retweeted the tweets about my EP. And you know, yeah, said my song was fire, and I was I, that, oh nice. That hits my heart. Thank you for that. Honestly, it's been great. Oh look at that! It has three fire emojis. Yes. So is <laughs> the am- fire. is the amount of emojis proportionate to the amount of fire on the fire mixtape? Even though it's not a fire mixtape. Um, actually, luckily enough, that's that's just a little bit less because not I'm not only having three songs. Okay. No, I have five songs on the EP. Oh. And if you when you buy it uh, next Monday, you get two bonus tracks for free. Awesome. So you get seven tracks total. Granted, the price is going to go up just a tad bit because, I mean, it, it, today was a pre-release, so I had to raise it just a tad bit. Sorry, sure. guys. I'm probably going to raise it to five just because it supports me. Or it doesn't support me just yeah. as an artist, but it supports me as a college kid. It's yeah, hard man. out here. <laughs> well, and you're pursuing your art and doing what you want, and, you know, yeah. um, you know it's okay to pay for art. I, I, I don't care what you young people say. It's 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 okay to pay for stuff, yeah. <laughs> especially if it's something you believe in. So yeah, I mean, yeah, keep yeah. keep doing it. And with so. that, uh, going or going with that, when it comes to social media, yeah, my Instagram has been blowing up all day. Mm-hmm. I, um, <sighs> definitely my impressions and all that. My stats are about to be high this week, which I can't express in words besides just amazement. And um, I have multiple record labels that liked my uh, my posts. Mm-hmm. I have multiple um, high name um, EDM people like Bass Hunters, and um, oh, I can't think of the name. You named off one. a couple, and and you yeah. assured us that they are people that are people. Yeah, and then um, what really really gets to my heart is my favorite um, my favorite record label, black label. Um, on Never Say Die, they liked my post too. So my favorite record label liked my post and some big name artist. So that was really huge. So thank you to everyone who was really, you know, who's been supportive of my music. That that means so much. I can't really put it into words how much it means to me. Nice. Um I have 
<clears throat> two more shout outs actually. Okay. <clears throat> um <laughs> the first No, one, I was I was actually clearing my thought. I'm sorry. Let me clear my my first shout out. Five minutes, guys. Try to wrap this up. I got you, I got you. My first shout out goes to my um my trainee Betty. Yes. She passed her board op test, which I'm not surprised. No. She I mean she destroyed my practice test, so Yeah. Now she mean, she's that, the real deal. She, for real, I can't wait to see what she does with that. And my second shout out goes to my best friend across the room, Malcolm. Thank you for joining the show again and just thank you for being awesome. <laughs> no, 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 no. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. You like me. You really like me. So with that, um, so with that, Malcolm, uh, who are you shouting out this week? It's my, oh, okay. I thought he turned my mic off. I was I like, did. what? Oh. oh, you did. Oh, wow. I, sh- I should have noticed the audible <laughs> click of uh, <laughs> microphones being turned off. Hooey. Um. <laughs> oh, we're, we're not doing whale girl now. All right, all right, all right. Four minutes. Let's go. All right. Malcolm, what you got? Okay, I have four, maybe three or four shout outs. My first shout out goes to Green. No, wait. KGRG for allowing me to come. Wait, no. Okay. Yeah, KGRG for allowing me to be in the studio. <laughs> my oh, second shout out. Oh, man. I'm not, I'm not crying. I'm laughing. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sometimes just, it sounds like I'm crying. Just uh, just make it sure. Just a little bit. <laughs> All right. My second shout out goes to 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 Mike and Hey. hey. Desmond. <laughs> to Mike and Desmond. Hey. <laughs> cool. That's that's adorable. You're uh, you're very sweet. Thank you. All right. Anything else? You good? My last two shout outs um my last shout out well my last two okay my first last shout out goes to i don't know if she's listening but goes out to my lady friend if she's listening if she's not listening hopefully i'll i'll send her a message or something (laughs) and my last very last shout out goes out to my best friend baskin rob no i'm just kidding uh elijah for 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 asking well for i asked him to be on the show but he said yeah okay cool and i'm like hooray and he's like hooray okay i'm I'm taking up too much time i'm sorry (laughs) um but yeah i want to shout out to elijah for for showing me this place and showing me how to get here and allowing me to be on the show and and being my best friend my best bud my homeboy my partner in crime. My gosh. Yep. My uh, my uh, associate in a law firm. All right. <laughs> you're, uh, you're, you're running out of time there, buddy. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, that's my last you're, one. You're, you're hetero life mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pride Month. All right. So, <laughs> all right. Thanks for that, Malcolm. You're appreciate, welcome. Appreciate you being here. Let's, uh, um, I've got, I have a couple and I'll be very brief. Uh, first, I want to give a shout out to Corey from uh, Flicker and Fade. I uh, see I got, I, I, I'm working on it. it he, uh, um, in addition to announcing the name of their new band and announcing a uh, sick show that they have coming up at the end of August at the Fun House. Um, in addition to their new EP that they have coming out on July 21st, um, it was his birthday. 
So, uh, so uh, belated happy birthday shout out to Corey. You know, one of these days, one of these people will actually have a birthday on a Monday as opposed to <laughs> over the weekend, and we can actually give them a shout out on the day of. Um, I want to give a shout out to Lucinda from uh, Kamikaze Girls uh, uh, joining us via Skype all the way from Leeds, UK, um, talking about uh, their brand new album, Seafoam, which again is now available. And um, uh, that uh, that song, Death Cap, that we played earlier, um, I have it on good authority from the music department that that might make its way into regular rotation. So I'm I'm pretty Ooh. excited about that. Um, so yeah, that's uh, so. If you missed any of our interview because that was uh, you know at the beginning of the show, uh, check the podcast section of KGRG.com and on the KGRG FM app. And speaking of, I want to give a shout out to Trevbot from the KGRG Music Department. He has been working his butt off, um, adding new sick tunes to the rotation, um, keeping today's rock actually today's rock. And uh, but also he's been working behind the scenes, uh, working through um, uh, setting up interviews like, um, you know, uh, uh, Desmond and Elijah, you guys both helped me out last week where we went through just like the the pile of emails that Trevor has sent to us where basically we're just trying to um, uh, figure out. Uh, what was I trying to say? Um, you know, just uh, just get all of our interviews sorted out and scheduled out, and a lot of that has to do with Trevor seeing things that artists send to him and then filtering it down to us and said, "Hey, I think I think this would be a good fit for your show." So, um, shout out to uh, Trevbot from the. Uh, KGRG music department. If you want to listen to him on the radio, check out Dead Air Hardcore Radio every Thursday from 10 to midnight only on 89.9 KGRG FM. Um, let me see. And uh, two other very quick shout outs I wanted to give. Uh, I had the opportunity to run into not one, but two of my former interns today. I ran into Factually Chase on his way to class because um, it was uh, finals day for. Um, uh, journalism 254, the uh, marketing class. Uh, so I ran into him, and then while I was having lunch, I ran into a former intern, Spencer with Fries, and I reminded both of them, and I'm, I'm going to keep in co- touch with them on social media. Um, I just want to remind everybody that coming up on Monday, July 3rd, it will be our 100th episode celebrating 100 consecutive Monday nights of live radio on KGRG, and I'm very excited about it. So basically, um, I'm, I'm dropping the nets and saying anybody that's either interned or guested or anything in any way been part of the show, because it's been a lot of people over these last two years. Um, you know, I'm um, maybe going to see if I can get a hold of the Amanda happening. I've already invited Mickey, um, you know, so like uh, if it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a special night i i don't know how it's gonna go yet i don't know what all i have specifically planned um or or um how packed the house is gonna be but it is something that's gonna be 
one way or the other, it's going to be a memorable night of broadcasting. So um, episode 100 is live on Monday, July 3rd. And I just wanted to let everybody know about that. Uh, to the Twitter, um, I want to give a shout out to uh, cool guy Luke Attila the Fun out on Twitter. <laughs> um, put in a couple of song requests, but he also gave a specific shout out to Desmond. He said um, he writes uh, to us at Monday Project 89. I don't think he has a Twitter or I would tell him myself, but Desmond killed it on air over the weekend. Oh. So so Luke was listening uh, to your show and he uh, uh, he really liked it. Thank you, Luke. And he also seemed to enjoy our shout out to Baskin Robbins for real. Yeah, he, he, liked, he liked that tweet. So I wonder who could have posted such a thing. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It was not me. So uh, speaking of uh, intern Desmond, remind me and remind everyone else listening when uh, when is your solo DJ shift? It's Sunday at noon to three. Noon to three. Ooh, you know that's about the time I get off work. I might have to listen to you uh, if you if you're doing your show this week. Are you doing your show this week? Yes, if, I think in these two weeks I'll definitely. Be All there. right. Well, yeah, I, I'll definitely have to check that out. No pressure. Um, <laughs> so before uh, before we get out of here, um, I think I am going to turn the floor over to um, my my uh, co-host, my technical director, we're going to give it over to Airhorn Elijah, big E from KGRG. <laughs> Why don't you tell us a little bit about what's happening next week? Okay, so we have a couple awesome uh, things happening next week. Um, my good friend Malcolm will be returning next week. Prepare for trouble and yes. make it double. <laughs> Yes. To wow. protect the world from devastation. Wait. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Hey, we'll hey, we'll we'll get it we'll get it down. Actually, yes. Oh I have an gosh. idea. That's yes. I have an idea now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Malcolm will be here next week. Or it's will I? Be awesome. Bam, bam, bam. Um also yes. my good friend uh Emily. Mm-hmm. She will be making her debut next week as well. Nice. So I'm Wee. having a, it's, it's it's kind of a friends takeover. It's a, a sleepover. You know? Yeah, I'm having friends over. It's gonna be great. Um, I'm I, really excited for next week's show. It's it's, it's going to be what the kids call lit. It's going to be great, honestly. Also, I'm sorry, guys. I have to say this. Yeah, it's sad to say this. Well, why don't you say it into the microphone first? Yes. Okay. Let's start with that. I, I had to I had to grab it here. He, he, he's sad to say <laughs> it. But. Oh man! The the time to get the EP is gone. I flushed it down the memory banks. It is now off of um, SoundCloud. The the link to the free song that is. Mm -hmm. So you can no longer get it free tonight, but you can get it next week when the EP drops. Okay. Oh. That's also happening next week, and a couple other surprises. Nice, Ooh, I like I, and I, I, you've ran some of those surprises by me, and I'm, I'm really excited for again what what you guys have on the agenda for next week. Um, <laughs> Man, and if uh, you know, I did things a little bit of out of order here. But if um, if you want to hear your name at the end of the night, because really, <laughs> who doesn't love hearing their name on the radio? Interact with us during the show at Monday Project eighty nine on Twitter, or send us an email to mmad at kgrg dot com. Yeah. 
And if you want to listen back to this episode or any of our past shows, check out our page in the shows section of KGRG.com and on the KGRG FM app free for Apple and Android devices. You can also catch our podcast on SoundCloud, Google Play Music, the Stitcher Radio app, and on Apple Podcasts, because apparently we're not calling it iTunes anymore. I, You know, when, <laughs> every week, I think every week for the, like the past two or three weeks, you've mentioned you're going to explain that to me. I think we keep forgetting. Maybe maybe on the ride home. You'll right? tell, me, tell me why they call it that, but whatever. Anyway, um, like, share, rate, and review the show wherever you find it. We would appreciate the feedback, and we will read your reviews on the air. We're out of here, but keep it locked right here for more of today's rock on 89.9 KGRG-FM. Listen live and on the go using iHeart, TuneIn, and the KGRG-FM app. Uh, We told you all about next week already, so uh, make sure you're getting hyped and hyphy for that. Uh, Closing things out after the break, by request from Cool Guy Luke, it's it's a a favorite of, of sorts. It's cutting off Cutting my fingers off. I almost said cutting off my fingers. That's not the <laughs> Cutting cutting my fingers off. That by turnover again by request uh, for the Monday project. My name is Mike. I'm Intern Desmond. It is Big E. And it is Mr. Special Guest Malcolm. That's right, baby. <laughs> oh, man. All right. We'll, we will see you all at Warp Tour uh, this coming Friday. That is going to be at CenturyLink Field on Friday. It's, uh, it's going to be great. Don't miss out. And until next time, make good choices. Please make good choices. Good night. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dan from Real Friends, and you're listening to KGRG 89.9 FM. We are huge nerds on The Monday Project, and we like to talk about what happened today in geek history. The sexiest species of all helps track down a terrifying new extraterrestrial. really as sexy as they're trying to say? Well, I, I gotta see. With uh, it's Natasha what? Henstridge. Henstridge. <laughs> Safe search is your friend, buddy. <laughs> also. Henstridge. He's looking for scientific research. I'm just looking to see. So yes, I- I've seen this movie. I saw this. I saw this when I was little, and I think my dad got mad that I was watching it. Of course he did. <laughs> he turned. He turned it off. I remember this. I was like, "Who's the hot? Who's the hot alien robot lady?" <laughs> yeah, that that's a good old fashioned. What are you watching? A good movie. The Monday Project. KGRG 89.9 FM. I don't think that's the point. I don't feel like that's the point of Sabine. <laughs> We're keeping that. Promo clip. Cut. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. So you listen to KGRG to keep in touch with your school, right? If you said no, we forgive you. But stuff is always happening on campus. Oh, yeah. And The Current is the best at giving you the 411 about campus events and student life. Pick up a copy in the Student Union building or from one of our green dispensers found around campus. 
The Current, keeping you up to date at Green River College. And don't forget to recycle, kids. Hey, punk, want to be a DJ? Yeah! Register for Journalism 110 or 120 in the Green River course catalog today.